Rogers got. Two tablespoons of cinnamon and two or three egg whites. A half a stick of butter melted. Stick it all in a bowl, baby. Stir it with a wooden spoon. Mix in a cup of flour. You'll be in heaven soon. Say, everybody haven't seen my balls. They're big and salty and brown. Do you ever need a quick... Pick me up, just stick my balls in your mouth. Ooh, suck on my chocolate salted balls. Okay. Stick them in your mouth and suck them. Suck on my chocolate salted balls. They're fast full of vitamins and good for you. So suck on my balls. That's your dad. Do it. Boy. Want a cup of unsweetened chocolate? And I have a cup of brandy And throw it back a two of sugar And just a bit of vanilla Breathe up the cookie sheets Cause I hate when my balls get This free heat to run to 350 And give that spoon a lick Everybody have a seen my balls, they're big and salty and brown. Yes. If you ever need a pick, pick me up. Just stick my balls in your mouth. Suck on my chocolate salted balls. You go to hell, you die. Suck on my chocolate salted balls. They're packed full of goodness. High in fiber. Suck on my balls. Oh, jeez. Are you f***ing kidding me? Hey, wait a minute. What's that smell? <laughs> smell like something burning. Well, that don't confront me now. Long as I get my rent paid on Friday. Baby, you better get back in the kitchen. Because I got a sneaking suspicion. Oh, man, baby. Baby, you just burned my bone. Okay. Put them in your mouth and suck them. They're on fire, baby. Suck all my chocolate it's on this ball. Put them out, baby. Blow them. Suck on my ball, baby. Suck on my ball, baby. Suck on my red hot chocolate ball. Come on, baby. Four minutes after 10 at 560 WQM. Happy uh, Tuesday to you. Here's a talented group of youngsters that call themselves Rancid. Yeah, whatever you say. 
So anyway, Jews' internal strife boils over. Front page in the Herald this morning. This is another Oy. example of what I'm always talking about. Another great example, which we'll talk about today. Let's pick on the Jews today, okay? Uh-huh. The Orthodox, the crazy people with the hats and the shmatas and the tefillin and who smell real bad and need a real, real serious uh, dose of something under the uh, right, uh, right guard, left guard. AudioNet is back on today, by the way. Oh. We're back on the AudioNet for our listeners uh, from coast to coast all over the world. Finally, we're back on the AudioNet. And by the way, if anybody needs our program director, Bluff Lindsay, he'll be at the dentist around 12.15 getting a crown put on. But you can beep him right there, right in the uh, chair. You can beep it. <laughs> oh, man, is this place a joke. Is it a joke? Uh-huh. It's hysterical. It's a panic. God. See, I've, I've, I've gone... You, you reach the point of ultimate frustration and anger and pissed off and this, and then finally you get beyond that. It's like hopping over a little fence, and then you get on the other side, and it's just so hysterical. You can pee in your pants, so you just have to laugh at it. Oh, God. Even he couldn't keep a straight face when he was telling me this morning, well, if you guys need me, I'll, you know, I'll be at the dentist. i got to get my crown. It's right around the corner, though. You can beat me if you need me. If we need you for what? If we need him for what? Is there anything tangible that you can think of that this man has accomplished in the 13 months that we've been on this radio station? Anything? No. One thing? No. No. Could you? Could he answer a question? If you asked him like a tough question, like uh, when are we going to be moving in our studio up on the third floor, which I asked him this morning, did he have an answer? No. No. What time of day is it? No. No. A little bit too tough. But at any rate, he's riding up and down that shaft and having a good time, I guess. You know, it's amazing to me, why should it be amazing since I'm a slow learner, I guess, that uh, things that are so painfully obvious, I mean, it's like uh, looking through a pane of glass, it's right there in front of your puss. And because this is such a dumb, dumb town, people here, they, they just don't get it. The sports writers, all these columnists, things that you look at, like like there's a dead cow sitting right in your living room. And you bring in all these people and they look at it and they're like, uh, I don't know, what do you think that is? Looks like a dead cow to me. Well, you know, I don't, I don't know. That's Miami for it. That's this town. Like this thing with Eugene Robinson. Yes, most of us agree that it's a tremendous waste of police manpower, and they've been doing these stings on Biscayne Boulevard for a hundred years with the Johns, the decoys, and all this bullcrap. It's been going on forever, not just here, but uh, here a lot. But that wasn't the point. That wasn't the story. The story is that here's a guy that's always quoting from the Bible that set himself up as the moral leader that just the morning of his arrest received this award as being this upstanding, great moral. He's the prophet, baby. He be the uh, whatever he is. And he's out there uh, looking for a blowjob on Biscayne Boulevard, 9 o'clock Saturday night. That's the story. Not whether it's a waste of police uh, time and taxpayer money, which we anybody with a brain knows that already. But, the, but the, do they get it? No. They don't get it here. There's that dead cow right there in front of your foot. It's like two feet in front of your left foot. There's a dead cow. But, yeah, but, you know, I'm not so sure you're right about it. I don't, I don't see it. Why are these people so slow? Just that thing about Lawrence Taylor I was talking about yesterday. The, the, I don't care what the rules of the NFL are. And, you know, it ties right in with that pros and cons book that I've been recommending very strongly. And most of you need to read it badly, by the way. Most of the people who listen to this station need to be forced to read it or have somebody read it to them. Because one of the things that they talk about in that book is that the National Football League is very uptight about gambling scandals. I heard Hank yesterday mention that Paul Horning had to wait 20 years to get in the Hall of Fame because he was in trouble for gambling. 
See, gambling reflects on the integrity of the game and brings into question whether the games are on the up and up. But as far as gangsters, they don't have no problem with that. Drugs, murderers, rapists, they have no problem with that at all. So the question should be, you know, not, not what the rules are, but what they ought to be as far as induction into the Hall of Fame and how you could put a total scumbag like Lawrence Taylor in there. That's what people ought to be talking about. Like O.J. I mean, if he would have been convicted in the first trial, in the criminal trial, forgetting about the civil trial, which I guess nobody ever bothered telling the NFL, if he would have been convicted in the criminal trial, he would still be in there. Uh -huh. He would still be in the Hall of Fame in that special criminal division behind the bars. He'd still be in there because they don't they don't care. They don't care. Just as long as you don't do any illegal gambling. And maybe baseball has, you know, like a touch of the same illness. That's why they're so uptight about Pete Rose. He wasn't the screwing around that they knew of. He wasn't beating on any women. But he had a little gambling problem. Therefore, keep his ass out of the hall. That's what, that, see, those are what the real issues are. But don't confuse these people with the facts because they can't see it. Nine minutes after 10 at 560 WQM on a great Tuesday. I think I'm making a little bit of a comeback, you know. I think I'm going to smear that cream on my uh, neck. What we're going to do today, one of the many things we'll accomplish today is we'll do the illness of the day. Every day we'll get, no, it's better than going to the doctor. They don't diagnose anything. So we'll just make something up. We'll diagnose something different every day, and then we'll talk about what the symptoms are. And a lot of people will be going, oh, oh gee, I think I got that. It's like looking in those medical books. Every disease you look up, you say, oh, yeah, I got that. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, there's another, I got that. And then you go on to the next disease. And say, oh, yeah, no, maybe this is what I got because I got that and I got this. And my rectum is oozing and uh, all kinds of problems. Oh, that was a rejoin, by the way. Oh, that was a rejoin? Well, I'm busy listening to these stupid carts that Tracy just brought in here. What, are these supposed to be funny? Fat Boy brought these over here? Apparently. Fat Boy stole some carts from Queer Channel, by the way. I don't want to get him in any hot water when he just started here yesterday. I don't want to get his ass thrown out of here uh, quite yet. Do I want to get him out of here? Uh-huh. Oh. Stole some carts, four of them that I can tell that were sitting around on his desk, and it's a bunch of tired old rehash. For those of you who are Jones in for the uh, Passion Phones thing, see, if this was like a real open, if it was a show open... But it's just a music bag. I got that. Huh? I got that. Yeah, so what's the big deal with that? I mean, if I had something that related to her on there, like maybe... <laughs> like that, or... Get down on your hands and knees and lick my boots. Or maybe like... Like... My vagina really gets my panties in a wad. Maybe that might have some significance. So nice job again, fat boy, but we didn't we didn't need to bring him over Speaking here for the cards. What? Speaking of him, yes. there was a message on my voicemail from Andy Korge, the sales manager over there. Yes. Well, he just left, saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Andy Korge was saying. All of these things. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Saying, boy, you guys lose. Yeah, there's something. We need to have Shylock Holmes investigate this whole deal of how that guy, he wound up, you know, they have this non-compete thing with the salespeople at, over there at Queer Channel. But somehow he was working there on Friday. He shows up here on Monday morning, as in yesterday, in spite of that non-compete. I think it's like a six-month non-compete or something like that. Because he threatened to sue them. Is that what it really is? <laughs> well, that's just the story we hear, of course. So what are, you, what are you really trying to say over that love trying to tap? Say, He's an asshole. Yeah. Oh, God. Over that love tap that the guy gave him, and, and he started, like, swooning and passing out and having all these problems because the guy tapped him on the side of the head. 
Maybe he was just kind of a problem over there, and they wanted to ship him over here. And, of course, Gruan, being the idiot that she is, said, uh-huh. okay. And, of course, the fact that her uh, husband, well, I guess she's separated now, but that doesn't make any difference, maybe. In fact, maybe that's why. Maybe that's part of the separation is that Todd Winnick is trying to get even with her now and with us. So, therefore, they ship Fat Boy over here, and she said, okay, because she's a nitwit. And because their general manager is like in La La Land, involved in God only knows what. Maybe, maybe we can get the goddamn uh, soccer games on the station and I mean, make Phil Shane happy anyway. We can get the Matador games on the air. Come on, let's get some more stupid, uh, dumb sports crap on here. That's what we need. I'll get to the Jew story in a minute over there in Jerusalem where they're psychotic as usual, the Orthodox. You're just not Orthodox enough. That's the problem, you American Orthodox. You're just not Jewish enough to make those crazy Israelis happy. But anyway, yesterday we had a couple of calls on this show, which I thought uh, really showed that after just, uh, what, 13 months now on this station, we're finally graduating. We finally have reached the level. Are you graduating or is it that we're going in reverse? We're being held back. We finally reached the level of the sports shows, some of them on this station, where the callers are like such idiots that uh, we're like, I'm talking about the sports calls. Like uh, two, we had two calls yesterday about the Panther Dallas game, which I didn't see. I was out of town, and they lost. They got beat. They got socked. They got pounded. They lost the game. And both of these callers wanted to analyze. They wanted to go through this excruciating. Well, how come they lost the game? And what did they do? And Terry Murray did that. And I thought to myself, Oh my God, it's it's like a disease. It's contagious. It's broken through the membrane walls. That exist at 10, they're like these little barriers that exist there at 10 o'clock in the morning when the big hand is on the wall, whatever it is, and at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. There are these membranes that have kind of like separated us at least to some degree for the last 13 months. But I guess maybe February 1st, yesterday, was the uh, dividing point at which the membrane walls finally like uh, caved in. And some of this started seeping in, some of this disease, some of this illness from you sick, pathetic sports nerds that talk about such minutia and have to take each, I mean, it's one thing to be a sports fan. You know, some to enjoy it. That's okay. But it's another thing to take each event and have to analyze and dissect it and uh, sniff it and uh, go through this uh, grotesque, this unbelievable exercise. Because really, you, you don't have to go through all of that to prove one thing. Because if you're, if you're doing this, we know what you're really trying to say. I have no lie. Exactly. I mean, that's a, that's a given. That's guaranteed. If you have to go through this excruciating mental exercise of trying to figure out how come, hey, guess what? When you play a lot of games, you're going to lose some. Oh, no. Is that possible? There's that sharp pain again in the uh, wrist. Yeah, about two, three times a day that happens. Let's diagnose Neil's uh, illness, okay? It's about seven or eight weeks. My doctor says I don't need him, and I think uh, I'm starting to agree. Well, no, when your doctor says you don't need me, I think what he's really trying to say is you need a doctor that might give you a diagnosis and help you get over whatever your problem is. Is that is that the code for what that means when a doctor says you don't need me? And my dermatologist, they seem like very nice people, gave me some of this cream that I'm smearing, and it seems like this rash is going away very slowly, but it does seem to be going away. But all these other symptoms, the stiff neck, the sore neck, maybe I've got a yeast infection was my guess for the day. Mark it on the calendar. They were, they were going to discuss yeast infections. All of my vagina seems fairly clear at this point. doesn't seem to be affected by this. It's all from the neck up. It's all in your head. Maybe that's what my doctor was trying to say. It's all in your head. You know, that hot skin and the stiff neck and the pain behind the eyeballs and the occasional, like, two or three times a day, the real sharp pain in your joint for, like, a, in your wrist for about just one or two seconds. 
like a sharp shooting pain. Sounds like a yeast infection to me. Anybody in the audience know anything about a yeast infection? No. I'm not talking about like in the vagina. See, now, Dr. Atkins in the book, for all my Atkins people out there, he does make a very uh, interesting point, which I used to poo-poo a lot. Anybody out there ever poo-poo a lot? And then when you go on the Atkins, you stop poo-pooing altogether. Well, seriously, I used to make fun of that. Well, you know, he says uh, most fat people have yeast infections. They don't realize it. And most doctors can't diagnose that. Of course, some doctors can't diagnose anything. But that's beside the point. You don't need me. You're fine. So let's talk a little bit about yeast infections today along with all this other stuff, and maybe we can analyze how come some – maybe your team lost a game recently, and we can analyze. We can, you know, hold hands, and we can say a prayer over that. Let me say it again for all you experts who write in this town and all you uh, journalists, so-called journalists. The real story with uh, Eugene Robinson wasn't the fact that he got caught with a hooker, which nobody with a brain cares. Even his wife, evidently, she don't give a crap. But Jesus cares. It's the hypocrisy again. It's the same with all this uh, bull crap up there in Washington, with all these senators and congressmen that are screwing around, screwing everything that moves, but are pointing the finger at Bubba. And see the difference, like the guy that called yesterday, the professional right-winger, the biggest difference is we already knew Bubba was a philanderer. Nobody cared. They elected him anyway, including a second time. And they still like him. They don't care how many blowjobs he gets. He's not setting himself up as some kind of a religious leader or some kind of a moralist. He's not winning any goddamn awards as the moral leader of America. But here's another one of these phony baloney jocks with a Christian prayer breakfast and all the awards and a moral leader, and he's out there getting ahead, looking for head on Biscayne Boulevard. That's the story. And isn't it pathetic that you have to, like, draw a diagram for these bastards because they just don't get it? It's You know, that dead cow is sitting there in their living room, and they just can't see it. They can't make out what it is. Jews' internal strife boils over. U.S. rabbis accosted over mixed-sex prayer in Israel. Oi! In an ugly confrontation, and of course, when the Orthodox get together, it's always an ugly confrontation. Do you ever take a look at them? They're always ugly. No, oh, that's a good poll question today. Anybody ever see a good-looking Orthodox Jew? No. What if you shaved him? I think they'd be a lot uglier. Look at your accountant, for example. Look at David. With all due respect, I know you like him, and he swindles the government real well or whatever it is he does for you. But nevertheless, he is truly, truly ugly. Anybody ever see an Orthodox Jew that looked like really, really good? No. In an ugly confrontation, 100 Orthodox yeshiva students surrounded a group of American Reform rabbis who went to pray at the Western Wall on Monday morning in Jerusalem. The students booed loudly and shouted insults past border police officers. Oy! What was most chilling to the Americans was that the youths, their faces contorted in anger under their black hats, screamed that the rabbi should go back to Germany to be exterminated, one explained later. Drawn to the protest by cars with loudspeakers that circulated in their neighborhood, the students jostled and pushed at metal gates that essentially penned in the 33 male and female rabbis. They're nothing but biological Jews, said an Orthodox member of Parliament, Avram Lezerson, who entered the pen to yell at the Americans. Entered the pen. Most of these bastards ought to be in the pen. They had to be forced to spend a week with Sean Penn. The clash was the latest skirmish in a war between the Orthodox and the Reform and Conservative movements, which many fundamentalists believe to be such a dilution of Judaism that they're not the same religion. You think you're Jewish because you put on a kippah or skullcap, yelled Meyer Kraus? Kraus? Sounds like kraut. You want to do a new religion? Fine, go do it somewhere else in Sri Lanka. Leave us in Jerusalem. 
What the protesters found particularly provocative was the fact that the men and women were praying together, Boy. which they do not allow. That the women, like the men, wore skull caps and prayer shawls. Boy. And that a woman, Anat Hoffman of the Jerusalem City Council, held the Torah. Boy. Boy. If a group of rabbis can't go to the wall, then who can go? Asked Rabbi Emil Hirsch, Sonny's brother. Executive Director of the Association of Reformed Zionists of America in New York. Who does it bother? Who considers it provocative? It's only provocative if you succumb to the, uh, succumb to the ultra-Orthodox worldview, which sees the Western Wall and all of Israel as not the heritage of the Jewish people, but as a giant ultra-Orthodox synagogue, as this big right-wing Farbissina shul. The Western Wall, the most hallowed Jewish site, has long been a battleground between traditional and less traditional Jews. The prayer area directly in front of the wall is divided into men's and women's sections, as in Orthodox synagogues, with the men's section much larger, of course, goes without saying, because the women, like most religions, are like uh, under underlings. The Reform and Conservative movements have petitioned the Israel Supreme Court for the right to hold mixed services before the wall. A group called Women of the Wall has sought court orders to let its members read from the Torah and wear prayer shawls there. Oy. How do you like that? Women wearing uh, uh, tallis. Oh, my God. Strictly Orthodox leaders have successfully fought all attempts to change the status quo at the wall. One Orthodox group, Amechad, faxed a statement from New York to condemn the Reform Rabbi's trip as a provocation. They were trying to say he was an Ojan provocateur, I think is what they'd be saying. The message from Rabbi Avon Shafran, Avia, whatever his name is, said in part, We asked this morning's American visitors to turn their energies to constructive, not destructive ends to confront the plagues of assimilation and intermarriage that are raging in their own American communities and allow Israel's Jews to preserve their own relationship with Jewish religious uh, law and tradition. And Bubblemices. The confrontation boils down to a showdown between Jews over the legitimacy of reform and conservative Judaism, the dominant movements in the United States, Absolutely correction. Which are very small here. The incident also touched another thorny issue, which many see as an ownership battle over the Jewish homeland. Many Israelis see the Jewish diaspora as vital to their existence. Others resent what they see as American meddling. Diaspora? How do you pronounce that, George? Come on. The second one. Diaspora. I think that's what I got, diaspora. Doesn't that sound like some kind of a skin cream, diaspora? I think that might do the job for me. Let's get some. The Students' Monday repeatedly shouted for the Americans to go back to the United States, said Rabbi Stacy Offner of Minneapolis, we come with so much love of Zion, it's very hard to be reminded of how hateful some people feel toward us. Now, these are Orthodox Jews shouting and screaming and condemning and carrying on with other Orthodox Jews. I rest my case right there, okay? Oy. Crazy people, crazy, crazy, crazy people dressed in the garb of people from thousands of years ago, like relics, walking around with their taluses and their schmatas and their big, goofy black hats and their payas and their tzitzes, if I can say that. Can I say that? No. Their tzitzes. I'll say it again. If Jim Maddich can say it, I'll say it, with their tzitzes hanging down. God. And I'm supposed to be on the outside? I'm supposed to be the bad guy because I tell you that all this religious crap is a bunch of bull crap? Just ask, just ask the Jews in Brooklyn. Just ask the less than Orthodox, the less from Jews in Brooklyn, how they like the Orthodox and what they've done to them and stoning their houses and trying to drive them out of the neighborhood because they're not quite Jewish enough. Oy. That's right. Jews attacking other Jews. Christian, uh, the, just like when the Pope was here the other day, and he's attacking the, uh, he was making a hock and a chinic in Mexico about the uh, infusion of the born-again Christians. 
who aren't quite uh, the same kind of the same brand of Christian. It's not good for his business, is what he was trying to say. Even though they're all supposed to believe in Jesus and all of those other bubblemices, it's not the right brand. Don't you understand? It's not the right brand. You're bad for business. 1027 at 560 33 at 560 WQM. Happy uh, Tuesday from all your Jewish friends here at 560 QM, which we have many, by the way. Lots of Yidlach working here, and quite frankly, uh, not quite so orthodox as they would like over in Israel, I guess. And by the way, haven't we told you many, many times, don't ever trust the Israeli businessmen, uh-huh. doctors, uh-huh. anybody Israeli. When it comes to business, don't trust them. Uh-huh. 567 0560, pound 560 on a mobile one line. It's Cure Neal's uh, Disease Day. It's Let's Hear from the Orthodox Jews Day. Oh, God. Here's a call from uh, Reno, no less. Hello. Hey, how are you doing? Okay, sir. Long time listener uh, of yours. I live in Miami. Uh, we just got away from uh, Miami before the Super Bowl. What a crap that's going on there. Yeah, good move, by the way. Excellent move. So we went to San Francisco now. I'm bringing the kids here like Tahoe and uh, do some skiing. Let me tell you something. Whatever happened with this guy uh, getting in trouble for trying to get a blowjob? job? Whatever happened with that? Whatever happened with what? With the guy from uh, the... Uh, Eugene? Yeah. What do you mean, whatever happened? He uh, played a crappy game Sunday night, and uh, now he's uh, going home. Anyway, 
I tell you what, in such a small place like like here in uh, Lake Tahoe, in a 20-mile radius of this place, there's more living and breathing people, more fun than all South Florida. Oh, there's no question about that. This town is deader than a doornail. Now that all the intruders, the invaders from the Super Bowl are gone, yesterday was one of the deadliest days I've had in years, and I can see already today, i got one other call on the board. It's 1035 already. I can see today it's going to be just like that again today. You know, These yeah, people got not, nothing to say. And, and, and with nobody... Uh, Trying to catch you out because you want to get a blowjob—it's it's just unbelievable. It's just so sad that I have to fly back to that piece of crap town. Yeah, but you got to understand, you know, like I said before, the reason that that was a big story or should have been a big story is not because he was trying to get a blowjob; is because he's he sets himself up as another one of these Bible thumpers. He's Thank the prophet. He's the buy. He's always quoting from the Bible. He's better than all the rest of us. Don't you understand? Well, didn't he win an award for something like that? He got the award go? Saturday morning. He was presented the award at the uh, <laughs> Christian Athletes Prayer Breakfast, and then Saturday night he goes out and gets arrested on Biscayne Boulevard for uh, getting. A call with the decoy hooker. I love it. <laughs> Have a great time, pal. Thank you, okay. Plunge your brains out. Two open lines in day two in Broward. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the mobile one line. I got news for you. I'm not screwing around today at all. No way. No way, Jose. They want to play the game today and they want to talk. They got something to say. Great. This is where it's at, baby. Just to unleash it at us. You got nothing to say? I got music up the old Rectum. I got tons of good music today. We'll play the South Park uh, we'll play the whole damn soundtrack is what we'll do. Here's a mobile in uh, Coral Springs. Hello. What's up, Neil? Yes, sir. What's going on? Hello? I'm listening. I'm listening. Are you in a good mood today? What? Are you in a good I, mood today? I wasn't today? up until this call. I was in a great mood, yeah. I want to suck around for some tickets. Tickets for what? How Whatever about a, you got. How about a speeding ticket, jackass? Two open lines at Broward, 5670560, pound 560. See, right there, for the guy in Reno, there's one more example why you ought to be real glad that you're where you are out there and not here. Here's a guy that thinks he's being real cute, real funny. He's got nothing to say. He has nothing to say. Nothing to say about any goddamn thing in the world. This is the dead end. There ought to be when you when you get to the Palm Beach County line. I'm talking the North Palm Beach County line. There ought to be a big sign that says dead end. No matter what, where you want to go, you can't get there from here. Here's a mobile in Cooper City. Hello. Hi, Neil. Good morning. Yes, sir. Uh, who did you give your tickets to on Saturday night's Panther game? I didn't give my tickets to anybody, sir. Are you but writing I a book? I sat in your seats. What? I sat in your two seats. Well, great. I'm happy for you. You probably you needed didn't... both seats. So you didn't give the tickets away? No, I did not. Well, you didn't use them. And thank you very much. Section 101, uh, row 16. Right. It was great. Too bad the Panthers didn't play so good. Yeah. Then again, Dallas is probably the best in the West. Yeah, okay. Have a great day, sir. Have a great life. Oh, God. Nice job by the ushers, by the way, not checking who's sitting in my seats. Nice job there again by the ushers at the Macarena. I mean, you talk about hopeless and pathetic. That's the ushers in that joint, man. Don't confuse them with the facts. Well, we got to be nice to the customers because, yeah, right. Because if they want to stand up during the game, if they want to run up and down the aisles or sit in somebody else's seat, that's okay. They're the paying customers. We have an open line in day one in the Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the mobile one line. Here's Miami Beach. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Yeah, I was reading that article today in the Herald about the uh, the rabbis. Oh, yeah. No, I, I can't believe it. I mean... I thought they were all Jewish. I'm not Jewish, but, I mean, I thought a Jew was just a Jew. Oh, man, you ain't heard nothing yet. You don't get it. A Jew is just a Jew. 
there's all kinds of Jews. There's conservative Jews. There's Reformed Jews. There's Orthodox Jews. There's ultra-Orthodox Jews. There's culinary, dietary Jews who just like to eat deli like I do. You know, it, uh, it, it's not just your everyday uh, generic Jew. Well, I, no, I'm just not, I know that they got Orthodox and you got, you know, regular Jewish people and stuff, but they're all Jewish. That's what I'm saying. No. That, that's like that's like saying that all people who believe in Jesus are Christians. No, that's not true. No, that's not. You got the Catholics and the born again Christians and the Methodists and the Presbyterians and you got uh, they're all they all hate each other like poison. So the Orthodox. That's Jews, like that's like saying that all people that speak Spanish are uh, the same. They're all Hispanic and they all hate each other like poison. The Mexicans and the Cubans and the Colombians and the Puerto Ricans and the Brazilians and the Venezuelans and the Spaniards they all hate each other like poison. So what the Orthodox Jews are trying to do is to have all of them look like them with the beard and the curls and the... And they want to keep the women in their place. You yeah. know, like like most religions, the more Orthodox they become, the, the more uh, sexist they are. They want to keep women uh, way in the back, and you know, pre barefoot and pregnant. No, they're barbarians. Kind of like in a Jewish trailer park, barefoot and pregnant. Yeah, they're barbarians. Right, exactly. They so let get, them lose their soul. We're heading into the next millennium, and they're still living in 2000. They're living in the Stone Age, my friend. They're living in the Dark Ages, so uh, to hell with them. That's like the death penalty. They stone the people to death, pick up rocks. Right, that's right. Now you're talking. Now you're getting warm. Yeah. And they're standing been, there. They're standing there at the wailing wall, and they're rocking back and forth. They're not even playing the Gary Glitter, and they're still rocking back and forth. Oh, <laughs> And they're carrying on seriously, like they got St. Vitus uh, dance in their pants, like crazy people, and they are. Oh man. Hey, can I call someone a douchebag? Go ahead, sir. Chris Bush, you're a, an asshole. Okay. <laughs> oh, there's a guy that's not too happy with Bush. We have an open line in day two in Broward. Boy, this uh, overhead is like all screwed around. You know, Greg Reed, with a great sense of humor that he's got, who's got the audacity to actually come down here and look me in the face. And by the way, did our program director ever get those numbers that I asked him to run for me off the, like it was a big project? Did he bring those down? No. The 10 to 2 numbers now that he's up there with his computer before he goes to have the crown stuck in his puss or anything else put in his mouth? Did he do that for us this morning? No. No, well, you know, that would require a little bit of effort on his part, not in his vocabulary, not in his job description. Yeah, Greg Reed says, oh, that board we got upstairs in that studio, oh, it, uh, the engineer tells him it's like state-of-the-art. It's only a couple of years old. And I said, <laughs> yeah. I said, we don't even have a thumbtack in this joint that's state-of-the-art. And now, back to Chicken Jeopardy and your host. Alex Verbeek. We move on now to Double Jeopardy. Henny, you had the low score at the end of the last round. Choose a category, please. <laughs> Extraterrestrials for 200. It makes strange noises in the chicken coop late at night. Yes, boneless. <laughs> Frank Perdue, no. Cajun. <laughs> no. What is a poultry guy? Poultry guy. Henny, you still have control of the board. <laughs> to beak or not to beak for 600. He was the star of the Omen. Boneless. <laughs> Correct. We'll return with final chicken jeopardy, where our category will be choking the pecker. One thing I did learn on that show, by the way. Packwood can't keep his pecker in his pants. Packwood can't keep his pecker in his pants. Once we're good, Jennifer, calm down. She's getting all worked up in the foaming at it, in the mouth, too. We have an open line at day one in Broward, 5670560, pound 560. Anybody call you about the, uh, the disease, the yeast infection? No? Where can we find in South Florida, this is my question today, where can we find somebody who can A, diagnose an illness, even like a migraine headache would be a good start, and B, do something to uh, get rid of it? Wouldn't that be, what a concept, huh? 
Is there such a person in this town? Does he exist? No. Here's a lady in Perrine. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, ma'am. I hate to make this all Eugene radio again today, but I must tell you that Harold got it wrong. That picture of Eugene and his wife yeah. was taken Saturday. Oh. And they made it sound like it was... Yeah, it said it was taken uh, right. this morning, and meaning CNN Sunday morning, had... yesterday morning, the yeah. day after he was arrested. Exactly. And they both had a big smile on their face, and I wondered, what, what right. the hell would this be? Right. CNN but, had... but, but you have to understand that since the picture was taken Saturday, it proves conclusively that she was here oh, on yes. Saturday, the and day the that he went out uh, cruising around on Biscayne Boulevard yeah. looking for a blowjob. Exactly. I think what they do that, that night before the Super Bowl, the families are taken, or the players are moved to a different hotel away from the families. Cause they yeah, they probably them. moved them in the Omni. That's a good neighborhood. You know, Biscayne and yeah. 15th, that's a and good And so spot. the players were on their own that night. Yeah. But anyway, the implication that she didn't take it bad, I mean, they had his father on, and she, she was ter- terribly upset. So, you know, I hate to think that, you know, everybody's thinking, oh, she's laughing about it. You mean that the Herald made another mistake, do you? Oh, my God. Another Herald mistake. Another big, big, big mistake. It is a big mistake because it makes it seem like she's some bimbo that doesn't care. Right. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, it was it. so incongruous. I mean, they both had this big smile on their face. I know. They just, like they just won the lottery for 10 minutes. I, know. I thought it was shocking, and then I saw the same photo on CNN says Saturday. Yeah, the Herald just absolutely They're blows. Terrible. Isn't terrible. this embarrassing that we have, a, that we have to be humiliated, humiliated by two such garbage newspapers, the Herald being by far the worst? Terrible. I love you, Neil. Thanks for the bad news. Bye. See ya. Once again, striking terror in the hearts of real journalists from coast to coast, the Herald with this phony baloney image that they've created. See, it's another one of those mind things I keep telling you about. It's a mind fork. That's what it is. Like the Forge. Same thing. Oh, it's one of America's great newspapers. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? You have to be out of your mind. They make more mistakes in one day than most newspapers make in 40 years. Any section, pick up any section today, you'll find mistake after mistake, error after error, uh, wrong names on uh, pictures or captions. I mean, uh, you name it, they got it. Clueless. Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. How are you doing today? Okay. Listen, uh, I don't know if you noticed lately, but Jerry Falwell just pronounced that uh, the Antichrist will be Jewish. Yes, sir, that's an old story. That's from last week. I haven't noticed lately, but I did notice last week when the story was on. I did talk about it, yes. Well, I tried to call you all oh, week, but I finally got through. Well, what do you mean you tried to call me all week? Uh, then well, then you should know that I talked about it. I dial and I dial and I dial. Oh, get out of here. These phones of yesterday were dead as a doornail. Well, I didn't try yesterday. You could have driven a Mack truck through this phone bank yesterday. Well, you know what it made me think, though? What did it make Is you think, sir? That maybe you're the Antichrist. Yeah. I'm not Jewish enough. You're not? No. Oh, I thought it would be great to kind of have a campaign. Go AC. Yeah. How about trying to go, how about go ACDC? We have an open line in Broward, two of them, 5670560. Oh, See what I mean? Was he exciting or what? He was pretty. No. No, you're right. 5670560, five, oh, five, pound 560 on the mobile one line. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. How are you doing? Great. You know, I was out uh, this weekend. The, the, the cops weren't only after the Johns this weekend. They had speed traps all over all over town. I was mm-hmm. driving up 874. By the way, big speed trap on Hiatus Road again between Sunrise and Broward. I don't know if it's still going on. They're right there shooting it on their motorcycle. Go ahead. Check this out. I was driving up 874 northbound, and, and I see a whole line of cop cars. You know, they, they had the speed trap thing going where the airplane flies over. Yeah. They were... You know, I, I'm I'm driving northbound, and I'm warning the guys. You know, I'm p- flashing my uh, my uh, headlights on and off. And about five minutes later, I see this unmarked car trying to pull me over. 
And the guy was going to give me a ticket for flashing my headlights to warn the other motorists. He gave me about you know a something. I'm, I w- I'm glad you brought this up. You must be psychic because I was thinking about that this morning because as I came down Hiatus Road, there were people flashing me their headlights, warning warning that there was this uh, speed trap up there on Hiatus, which they're there almost every goddamn day. And I'm thinking to myself, this is your First Amendment right. You're communicating with the other motorists out there. Exactly. And if you want to send them a message, that's your First Amendment right. And if the cop doesn't like it, tough bananas. Too bad. Well, this guy was, I mean, he started giving me the third degree. And I told him, listen, all I'm doing is that I'm saving you guys trouble down the road. And he's going, oh, you're obstructing this and the other one. And he pulled out this this. Ah, but that goes, to show, you, oh, but it goes to show you what a bunch of liars they are. Yeah, because if no, they're not there trying to fill out quota and write a bunch of tickets, if they're really trying to get people to slow down, then you're right. You're assisting. You're helping because you're helping to slow traffic down. Exactly. Well, and he gives me all of this. Well, you know, the people will be mad if they see us in the, uh, at the Dunkin' Donuts seating. So we're out here doing our job. And you're... You're, you're you're intruding in our. Uh, so in other our, words, what he's saying, what he's saying is that there are only two alternatives: eating at Dunkin' Donuts or running <laughs> radar traps. And exactly. there's no other police work that needs to be done in his town. Is that what they're trying to tell you, sir? Exactly. That's exactly no. And he was fumbling through his rule book. He said, "Well, this is a this is in the line the rules. This is a law." And uh, you know, and here someplace. Yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Where's Joe uh, Friday when we need him? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Neil, you got to get the volume up on this, uh, on your... Uh, oh, I'm glad you mentioned that again, too. Thank God for you. Thank you, sir, and have a great day. See, there we go again. Get the volume up on the... George list. about it, that he's going to look into it. Who's going to look into it? George. When? When? What year? You know, I'm so sick and tired of hearing about what a great engineer we got, and I know how overworked he is, but you know something? We are on the air. We're doing a radio show. What comes, what goes on the air comes first. All the other window dressing, all the other potching around upstairs with stuff that can wait, that comes last. That comes later on, down the road. And our engineering department, as small as it is and as overworked as it is, what they don't understand is that we would like to do things right down here. Even though, you know, that may be a pain in the ass to them, we'd like the listeners to be able to hear us when they're on hold. I know that's asking for a lot. And it's, uh, it's something that takes maybe two minutes of their time to do that. To make that adjustment. But we get the short end of the stick. You know, we've seen the program director this morning. We saw the general manager down here this morning with his usual, uh, you know, that look on his face. And, and that's it. And in the meantime, we get the short end of the stick. We're sitting here with a goddamn 10 share between 10 and 2. We're bringing in more goddamn money than Carter's got pills. And we still get nothing. We get absolutely nothing from these people. And the audience calls in day after day after day after day, and you hold your breath. When is somebody up there going to do something about this? As opposed to have a program director that runs around giving us his schedule of where he's going to be and how we can get a hold of him and we can beep him. What do we want to beep him for? Because if you tell him about any of these things, all he says is like that. What's the point? It's an exercise. It's an exercise in total futility is what it is. Because when you cut away all the extraneous horse manure, they just don't give up crap. That's all. They won't lift a finger for us. Nothing. We had to threaten to take him to court just to build this goddamn studio, and it's a damn good thing for them they do build a studio, because otherwise they would have had no place to have the other uh, the whole station running out of during the week that they were trying to impress the NFL people with the Super Bowl last week. So it's a goddamn good thing that we did force them and threaten to have to take them to court to build these studios. 
Don't confuse them with what they promised or with what they're supposed to do because they don't know from nothing. You can't do business with these people. They can't do business. Everything is a joke. Everything is small talk. Everything is blah, 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 blah. But if you bring up anything, like the thing with the sales uh, situation that we talked about, with uh, what's its name? They just look at you like, oh, really? And they just keep scratching that, uh, that spot in there, that empty spot there in the head where our brain used to be. Maybe. Here's Virginia Key. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Can you hear me all right? I hear you. Can you? Can you how, about when, how about when you were on hold, sir? Could you hear us okay? Uh, no, when I was on hold, it was worse, better now. But was, I, I can was, hear you much clearer now. The volume was low? Yes, when yeah. I was on hold. Yeah, that's our problem. That's okay. our problem, George Corso. The volume is low when the callers are on hold, you idiot. And well, ahead, sir. I only told him yesterday afternoon. Yeah, right. That that other caller who called late the, in the afternoon. The, the other caller who called about you know the Jews. He was talking being about this for days. Yes, sir. You know it's it it's it, it the Jews shouldn't be any different than look at the Muslims. Oh, it, they've got so many different sects of Muslims. It's like the American Muslims. The Muslims are having sex. <laughs> uh oh. Yeah, they have the Elijah sect in America, which is the black Muslims. You know, it, it's like re- religion is all based on business. It's like as soon as somebody Sounds confounded. Sounds to me like that guy in the NBA, that old black magic. Yeah, there you go. That used to be in the NBA and used to be on TV and used to be uh, something. Exactly. You know, as soon as you confound a new religion, you know, you, you're, you've made your millions. I mean, when you've got people within their own religion, even though they may be in different sects of the religion, right. and you've got people hating each other and condemning each other and screaming and go back to Germany to be exterminated and all of this other crap, doesn't that right there, doesn't that demonstrate very clearly and beyond the shadow of a doubt that religion breeds nothing but hatred and contempt and has all throughout human history? That's right. Uh-huh. If, if you don't see it the way I see it, you know, the hell with you. Exactly. You're going to burn in hell and drop dead and uh, et cetera and so on. And, and speaking and of... And if your sisters aren't the same uh, shape as mine are, then uh, you're going to burn in hell. And speaking of that, you played a great bit yesterday. I think you did it ad hoc. You played The Power of Christ Compels You with a bunch of... Yeah. Could you play that again? Would you get a chance? No. Okay. I'll, I'll work on it. Thanks. Have a great Bye. day. Two open lines in day two in Broward. Maybe you'll be able to hear us when you're on hold. Maybe not. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the mobile one line. Here's Miami. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes. How are you doing today, Neil? I'm okay. Uh, the the level on the uh, the volume on hold is a lot better today than it was. I called you two days ago, or not Sunday. Well, evidently, still must be fairly crappy though, because we got people complaining about it. Yeah, I guess, but it's not too bad for me, actually. Um, I wanted to talk to you about uh, a little bit about religion, Neil. Uh, I called you about two months ago. And I was all, uh, I was saying, uh, born again, this and that. And I tell you, with what's been happening lately. And well, he said bull crap. And notice how I laid that over there very nicely. It almost covered up the uh, shot, but not quite. You cover up the shot. Okay, one call left on the board. It's going to be time for some very, very outstanding music, I think, when we come back from the break after 11 o'clock. Some really good stuff. Backstreet Boys. It's 1057. Our number, by the way, just in case there's anybody out there with anything to say about anything in the world, is 5670560 and pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Oh, God, Neil. So you have a baby, so you've probably had sex. And now everything's a little disheveled down there. And although you don't miss sex just yet, you will. And when the urge comes, you want to be ready. So you can try all the Kegel exercises you want, or you can try the brand-new product from the makers of Shrinky Dinks called Stretchy Spray. Each night before you go to bed, 
Spray Stretchy Spray on your most private of privates and apply the special heat pad. The Stretchy Spray adheres to your skin, and just like Shrinky Dinks, after a while, the heat will compress everything back to a smaller, tighter shape. Warning, overuse of Stretchy Spray could result in... What the... It doesn't fit. Excessive tightness. Use only as directed. It's 1101 at 560 WQM, another comatose crowd out there today. we got one call on the board, and then I'll read all these numbers. That fat boy, Jeff High, brought us down. Tony is a good guy. No, he's not a good guy, but he's just useful at getting stuff like this. While our program director is up there going, going up and down the shaft, which he's got a lot of practice doing from what I understand. While he's up there going, like that, Jeff High sends down here all the uh, stuff from 10 to 2, all the tap scan ratings between 10 a.m. and 2 p.m., which the last time I checked, those are the four hours we're on the air, and that's what we want to know every time the book comes out. How do you like that? So you may knock him, mister. I think you owe him an apology. Not. I think you owe him a big, fat, disgusting, smelly apology. Not. Yes, I do. Okay, let's take our one call. Here's a mobile in Pompano. Hello. Hey, what's up, Neil? How you doing, sir? You know, when I heard that thing, they did to uh, the Atlanta player, I'm like, wait a second. Who, who's in charge of this thing? It's tourism, Okay. When the Super Bowl's in town, that's the time you, you collect Sir, don't all your you understand? Don't you understand the real story here when you say to that Atlanta player, to the self-proclaimed religionist, Bible-thumping, Bible-quoting Goody Two-Shoes, who won the award for being a great moral example on Saturday morning and goes out with his wife in a ho- sitting in a hotel, sitting on a ranch back there, and is looking for a blowjob on Biscayne Boulevard, and the point in the story you're getting about is bad for tourism? Yeah. That's not the story. Okay, granted, his his religious beliefs, whatever, okay? No, 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 not whatever, not whatever. Let me say it again, Saturday morning. See, why is it so difficult for you people to understand this? Don't you understand what the word hypocrite is all about? Okay, he's a hypocrite, but I don't think we should be out there trolling for guys. Sir, we're doing it every day. That's the South Florida effing way. You better get used to it, okay? That's the number one. In fact, they do that every time there's a convention in town. They do that all over the place. You name the place. And here's another guy who doesn't understand the story. He doesn't want to get it. That the more they scream and holler about how religious they are and how they're condemning everybody else for doing this, that, and the other, they're the ones who are doing it. Not a single call on the board here. It's 11.03, and I'm sitting here looking at these numbers. You know what I can do with these numbers like that old lady used to say? I can. That's right. With all these big uh, numbers we got. We got these gigantic ratings. Can we get anybody in management and engineering upstairs to do one little goddamn thing for us? No. no. It's like we're like, not like even stepchildren anymore. It's like we don't exist. It's like we don't even exist. And Jeff High, who's the greatest at getting these numbers, he doesn't do too much else that we want him to do, but nevertheless... And by the way, Mr. Smarty Pants, I know everything, who's always telling me about how all the Julios listen to this show. What have I told you? This, this, these numbers that we got in this last book, which were pretty damn impressive. I noticed, by the way, our two newspapers don't write about radio ratings anymore. Thank you very much. Not only don't they write about the money I raised for charity, which I'm used to by now, but they also don't write about the ratings when they come out. Because I guess uh, they figure nobody cares. Sure, they don't care. Hispanic men, 2554 from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. George, number four. What's the share? I don't see the uh, average rating. Where the hell is the share? Well, this doesn't even have a goddamn share. It has average rating, but it doesn't have the share. This is a, p- a crappy piece that you brought us, a fat boy. 
We're number four behind uh, Radio Amor and WXDJ and Power 96 with a 1.6% uh, rate. Well, I don't know what share that would translate to. It means nothing. But we're not doing so great. That's 25.54 Hispanic men. Weak. 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 Exactly weak. So we're getting these big numbers in spite of them, not because. Like I said before, that's, that's ancient history. That was one aberrant book that we got over there at Paxson in the fall uh, two years ago. It was an, aber- it was an aberration. And you've deluded yourself in the book. Oh, they're all listening. They're all listening. Matter of course, Yeah, huh? That's what they all tell me. You're always telling me you don't know any Cubans. Oh, just the families. Yeah, just your family. Okay, how many people is that? Eight? A hundred. Yeah, right. Yeah, they do multiply like crazy, like rabbits. Not like the dark folks, but oh, and then the dark Cubans. Wow. Woo. Wow. So anyway, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. I mean, every every number. He's got graphs here. He's got charts. Night going, fat boy. We still don't want to see you though. But look at this. Men, 25 to 18 to 49. Number one with a 9.2 share. Look at all the good it does me, okay? I sit here and talk to myself every day. Men, 25 to 54. Number one with a 9.7 share. Just missed a 10, by the way. So I take that back. We didn't make a 10. 9.7. Sorry. Men, 35 to 64, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Number one with a 10.5 share. Number two is love with a 5.3. We got double the next uh, station in that demographic. Here's uh, adults, 25 to 54. Number three in the market with a six point. Only a tenth of a point behind Hot 105 and a little bit behind the life, which is elevator music. Adults, 35 to 64, that's men and women. Number one with a 6.6 share between 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. And too bad we don't have TV. Too bad for just two minutes we don't have that whammy crap back in. Because here's the graphs, that fat boy. Look at that. Nice job, fat boy. Look at that graph. Look at the look at the dramatic difference. There's those four hours that jump right off the goddamn page. Even though we don't count down here because we're not a jockstrap show. Because we're not talking about, you know, the, the uh, Butch uh, Davis and how butch he is. And about how they're recruiting from, uh, from some high school in uh, Lima, Ohio. Or is it Finley, Ohio, the home of Joe Marsh Jr.? Maybe that's where they're recruiting from this coming year. You talk about narrow casting. You talk about a neurosis. That's what these people suffer from. Not too unlike Mickey Mantle. They suffer from neurosis of the liver. From too many tailgate parties and having no life. From being obsessed with something that ought to be something you're interested in, but not a life. It's not a substitute for a life. Now, the Toronto Maple Leafs, yes, that is a life. That's a whole different, that's a different category. That's not sports. That's a whole different category that most of you could never understand. But nevertheless, they'll be here tomorrow night, by the way, kicking ass. Let's see, men 25 to 54. I, do, do I dare read these? Because I don't. Because I know we got some people on the morning show. I don't want to mention Defoe with very thin skin. He gets very insecure. I can't imagine why anybody in this business would be insecure or paranoid. Can you? Yes. Between 9 and 10 a.m., men 25 to 54, that's our target demo. They've got a four-point oh. share, okay? Our four hours here, we've got a 9.3, a 10.1, a 9.9, and a 9.5. At 2 o'clock, that goes to a 6.2, which isn't bad, by the way. Not bad. <laughs> not chopped liver, at least not the kind that you get at the uh, Rascal House. By the way, I didn't realize that was one of Hank's sponsors, the Rascal House. I love the Rascal House. Well, no, I don't want to be knocking a place if I know it's somebody else's sponsor. I heard him talking about that yesterday. I didn't realize that. 
Man. What, why are you laughing? I, do you know that? I never knock any other place if it's somebody else's sponsor. <laughs> I do? Name me one. Besides that Jew place, name me one <clears throat> that I've ever knocked. See, I'm starting to get that uh, infection in here again. <laughs> God. I'm telling you, there's something in this room, and you people keep laughing at me and laughing, <laughs> gagging on it. There's a fungus among us, and it's right in this goddamn room. And that cheap prick upstairs, Greg Reed, he's running around talking about crap. Brings me a story down here this morning that's just crap. pure on a dollar rate. Oh, don't talk about it. Okay, fine. I, I wouldn't waste my time talking about it because nobody cares. I don't care. He's an overgrown wannabe jock. You're absolutely correct about that, George. He's an overgrown all of those things. wannabe. Yes, you did. You said he's like a frustrated Jocka sports wannabe is what he is. That's what you said. You didn't say that? I said he uh, he's a sports guy is what I said. No, you did not say that. You said he's a jackass. You said he's a sports jackhole, he's something like friend. that. No, he's not. You already got he the bonus to... money. You don't have to okay. suck around now. You got the contract. George said he's an asshole. Yeah. I haven't got my bonus for this rain. Oh, well, what? let's see. It's February the 2nd. I give it a few months. I give it till about November. Once Norm is feeling, once Norm is up and around and feeling a lot stronger, you'll have to make a few calls. By the way, we're getting some money from Whammy finally. Oh, oh gee, we can't believe you were suing us. Yeah, we were suing you, okay? Since you owe us the money, you goofballs. <sighs> I'll get back to those numbers in that graph in a moment. How do you like how do you like that? The way that we stand out here because I I hate to break the news to you. We're not doing narrow casting on this show. We talk about all kinds of Crap. on this show. Not just about some quarterback that's eight years old that's playing at the candidate with New York uh, Candidate Academy High School that might play for the Dolphins in twenty years. We're not talking about that. Neurosis of the liver. That's what they suffer from, these sports nerds. Don't ever forget it. They're obsessed with Crap. their lives are. Crap. Their brains have turned to Crap. I know that the Lord even loves Neil Rogers. The most controversial movie of our time, Martin Scorsese's The Last Temptation of Christ, recently became available for home viewing on cassette. Religious groups, miffed at the release of the film theatrically, became outraged on the event of its home distribution. And so, for your spiritual edification, and for those who don't have VCRs and a price of a movie ticket, we are proud to present live. Part one, the radio version of Martin Scorsese's The Last Temptation of Christ. Oh, ah, but, but, want to buy a hot stereo? Uh, uh, gee, I better not. Okay. Ah, oh. And so the controversy continues. Tune in tomorrow for part two, Martin Scorsese's The Second Last Temptation of Christ. Good day. It's 11.15, good day at 560 WQM. Adults 18 plus. I know that these are boring, these numbers, but it makes me feel better about my life, okay? It makes me feel that I may actually have somebody listening out there. Because one book all by itself doesn't mean that much because the research is uh, bogus at best. But over a period of time, over 600 years like I've been on here in this market, it tends to start uh, developing a pattern. Like adults 18 plus, which is the entire listening audience except for little punky kids, which don't count. 9 to 10 a.m., we got a 2.4 share. During these four hours, we got a 5.6, a 5.9, a 5.4, 5.3, which at 2 o'clock turns to a 2.4. So if you take the 9 to 10 hour and the 2 to 3 hour and you put them together, that's a 4.8. We still beat that by uh, plenty in any one of the hours. How do you like that, huh? Oh! 
And what about that men 18 plus? Men, this is a this is a sports station, okay? This is supposed to be the magnet, the magnet for all those men out there, those jock sniffers. The sports shows are the ones that should have the big numbers in men, right? Yes. 9 to 10 a.m., they got a 3.9% in men, 18 plus. We start with a 9.3 share. 9-1, a 3-8 oh. at 1 o'clock, which at 2 o'clock drops to a 4.5. So if you take the 9 to 10 hour and add it to the 2 to 3 hour, that's 8.4, which uh, in two of the hours we beat the two of them put together. And on and on it goes, which I don't want to read them all because maybe it'll embarrass some people. But nevertheless, I mean, I understand they're doing, you know, they're doing their thing. They're bringing in plenty of money. The only thing I'm saying is that you get really tired of feeling like the stepchild, like we're the outsiders here, when we're the magnet, baby. We're the big, gigantic, fat, oozing, sick-stinking magnet on this goddamn radio station, and we can't get this program director or this engineer or this general manager or this sales, uh, whoever the hell the sales manager of the week is, to do anything for this show. They come down here and they make small talk. They come down here, and the program director tells us uh, he's going off to uh, to the bar for the afternoon to see uh, the cruise a little bit, whatever he's doing. I don't know what he's doing. Not much, I guess. Here's Coral Springs. Hello. How you doing, Neil? Great. I had to wake up Sunday morning and just laugh my head off at Eugene Robinson's plight, being such a hypocrite. Yeah. Let's make your job a whole lot easier, having jokes like this. And these these people don't get it. They don't, they don't want to get the story. They pretend they don't understand it. To them, the big story in this town is that we got stings out there with the decoy cops. Like, that's something new? Like that? How about the other 24 guys that got busted? Nobody seems to care about them. Oh, no. I, I just love those. I could use a Bible, Bible thumping. That's what makes it so great. And I'll bet you the other 24 guys weren't a bunch of Bible thumpers, and I bet you none of them got any awards Saturday morning for being the great Christian moral leaders that uh, he supposedly is. Oh, it was beautiful. This phony it's hypocritical so much What is it? All these hypocrites. Yes, it does, job. sir, and God bless you for pointing that out. We have an open line in Broward, two and day. They're pretty weak today, man. They got The cats got their tongue. Even the Jews out there, they're going, you know, oh, that's one thing about us Jews. We always want to, like, hide our head, uh, bury our head in the sand and pretend, oh, you know, we got so many problems already. We've been so oppressed. Let's uh, not, you know, let's not uh, air our dirty laundry in public. Right. Any reasonable Jew ought to be psychotic over this behavior of these so-called, these self-styled Orthodox Jews over there in Israel who are wishing the Orthodox Jews from America, who aren't hysterical and Stone Age enough to suit them, wishing they should only go to Germany and find to see if they can find an oven they can hop in before it's too late. Nice. Here's a lady in Miami. Hello. Hello. Yes, ma'am. Hi. <clears throat> Caller in Miami. I was just calling about this thing, this uh, Atlanta Falcons football player. I just find it just totally outrageous, but I'm so happy that um, he got found out. Yeah. Because, I mean, how are you coming around, you know, telling everybody you're all moral in looking for a blow? You mean like Henry Hyde <laughs> and, and Bob Livingston <laughs> and Bob Barr and Newt Gingrich? You mean people like that? Yeah. Uh-huh. And looking for a blowjob on this game ball. Number one, how does he know? While his wife is down the street a ways in a hotel sitting there cooling her heels or maybe drinking a, whatever else she's, uh, you know. With, with the kids. A slow gin fizz. With the kids. Right, that? with his two kids. And number one, where did, how, who told him how to find this? He's not even from Miami. You know, so that means he had to go ask around. Probably probably somebody in the hotel who didn't like him told him to go over there. <laughs> He's an idiot. Probably somebody who was a, a Broncos fan told him. <laughs> did he not think he was not going to get caught? Evidently. 
he's an idiot. He's a jackass <laughs> and a hypocrite and a piece of turd. And I'm, and I'm so happy he got found out. And have a great day. Oh, you too. Bye. And then the Dan Reeves, they show yesterday doing the Dirty Bird. You know, they're having their big uh, celebration there in Atlanta, welcoming home the losers, you know, but they had a big year. And here's Dan Reeves. You know, his heart's still in one piece. And he's doing the Dirty Bird. And you know something? Everybody in America is looking at him and they're saying, he's an asshole. Yeah. I hate to break the news to you, Danny boy. White guys don't do the Dirty Bird. That's a schmo thing, okay? White guys don't do the Dirty Bird. That's an embarrassing, like we talked about that weeks ago, okay? It's uh, pathetic. But for a white guy to be out there doing the Dirty Bird. Man, you turd rhymes with. We got open lines in date five six seven oh five sixty. Any advice on this yeast infection thing today so far? No. Anybody on that? Anybody out there can uh, diagnose an, an ailment that's been a lingering? No. No. Any doctors out there that might want to take a chance? Just maybe like an educated guess. No. Here's Hollywood. Hello. Hey Neil, how are you? Okay, sir. You know, for someone who has got the greatest ratings. Of all of South Florida, why are you so miserable about it? Miserable about what? You're just so miserable. You know, you have great ratings. Do you agree? Well, let me ask you this, okay? Because you sound very, uh, you, you sound miserable. You sound very unhappy. Why do you listen to this show? If no, I you know, I listen to the show, Neil. How how's that? Uh, well, that's beside the point. No, no. How is that that I know? Is this this Mitch? Which which asshole is this? It's not Mitch. No, which which one of the professional assholes is this? <laughs> What's the difference? Yeah, yeah. What's the difference? Is it's another professional asshole, but no life. That's the difference. And since you're all starting to sound the same, what uh, what difference does it make? This guy's got a problem with me. He's got a problem with life, as in not having one. I'm not miserable. I'm just expressing my feelings. That's all. That's what they pay me to do. If they were down here and they were taking care of business in this place, I'd, I would. I have nothing to say about that. I'd say, God, these people are really on on the ball. They're on top of things. First thing out of his mouth yesterday, I'm driving home and Hank is going on about uh, the, where's the promotion plan for this station. We don't have one. And he's absolutely right. It's not just me. I mean, you won't hear it from the morning guys because they're a bunch of spineless jellyfish who are scared uh, of their own shadow. Not to mention Defoe especially. Terrified. And now that I look at these numbers, I think I begin to understand why. Fairly weak. Fairly weak. For a sports station that's male-targeted uh, here, pretty weak. Men, 18 plus, and we're talking about a uh, an hour with a 3.9 share. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And now that Rick and Spud is on in the morning, can you wait until this winter book comes out? Oh, my God. Even though I'm not a fan of hearing Rick Riley talk about the stock market every day, and I haven't turned it back on since the second or third day that they were on there. I love Suds, but nevertheless. But, I mean, now that they've got that added uh, problem there, can you just even begin to imagine? No. I can't. So I'm just telling it the way it is, sir. I'm not miserable. I wish I'd get over this uh, thing, this flush that I got, whatever it is, which today seems to be a little bit better. But after like seven or eight weeks, you get a little bit tired of that. You get a little bit tired of having doctors tell you, you don't need me because uh, I'm not going to tell you anything anyway. What kind of a doctor is that? I'm tired of pussyfooting around the edges, okay? If I'm going to spend my heart, I don't, I don't care how much it is. I have hospitalization insurance because if you go to hospital, it's a lot of money. I don't have medical insurance because uh, well, I don't. So I pay my own doctor bills. I have no problem with that. That's my own choice. And I wouldn't care if it was $400 or $4,000, your health. I mean, if you don't have your health, what do you got? It may sound like a cliche, but it's true. So I'm not niggardly when it comes to paying doctor bills. But do something for me, you know. Make a diagnosis. Make a good guess. Give me an antibiotic. Give me an enema. Give me something. Give me some hope. Give me some idea. Can they do that? No. 
No, they give you a chuckle and they put the clown nose on like Robin Williams and Snatch Adams, whatever that stupid movie is. And they give you like a <laughs> yeah, good send-off. Hey, <laughs> here's your car. Let's see what your car looks like. Looks like a car to me. Nice one, but looks like a car. How about my uh, face? How about my neck? Well, you'll live. See, I'm starting to think I like the Israeli pill doctor better. He was an alarmist. He was a madman. He was taking EKGs. I mean, if you went in there with if you went in there with a bruised thumb, he was taking an EKG. If he had a bruised, Rectum. which I did a few months ago, he'd take another EKG. He was the all heart doctor because he was praying that he could find something in there to uh, you know make a lot of money from. But I think I'd rather have an alarmist than somebody that. Ah, you're okay, you don't need me, you don't need anybody, you're going to go home in a box. Here's Plantation. Hello. Hey, how you doing, Neil? Okay, sir. I don't know. This is my favorite part of the Super Bowl. I don't know if you talked about it yesterday, but, you know, you have the halftime show going on, everybody's going nuts, and they, at Gloria Estevan singing, they bring out Stevie Wonder, and what does he have on? Yeah, we heard that. We had two calls about that yesterday, sir. It's old news. We have an open line in day one in Broward. Isn't this amazing? This, this is South Florida again. They want to talk about Stevie Wonder because he had some silly gold outfit on, Gold LeMay, I think it was, saying Afro-Cooner, Americana-Cooner, whatever the hell it said on there. Do I care about that? No. Did we address that yesterday? Uh -huh. Okay, old news. Sorry, sir. Old news. Thank you anyway. Thank you very much for your call. Not. Open line of date, five six seven oh five six. But you sound so miserable. I'm not miserable. I'm just ex I'm just expressing the reality of life in his place. That's all. That's the way it is. Life could be like my mother says, life could be beautiful, but it ain't. That's one of her the about the only thing she ever said that made sense. That's right. That's it. now that I think about it, I'm thinking, I'm reaching. Was there anything else that she ever said made sense? No. Oh. Never, never in the history of her life did she ever say anything else that made even a slight, a, a minute amount of sense. But that line, that was a good one. Life could be beautiful, but it ain't, especially when you're in South Florida with so many losers, with so many dumb people, with so many idiots, with so many people who can't see DeForest for his knees. Here's Lake Worth. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. How you doing, Neil? Okay. Well, I want to talk about hypocrisy and uh, misery this morning. Uh, this guy, Eugene, is nothing compared Eugene? to the Republicans in, uh, in Congress. And they keep talking about... Okay, well, listen, call us when you get a real phone. Thank you. We have an open line in Broward. I guess he couldn't afford a real phone. Open line in Broward, 5670560 and pound 560 out of the AT&T wireless. I didn't know he was Jewish. Did he say Eugene Robinson? 26 past 11 at 560 WQAM. <laughs> This is 560 QAM. This station stands for nothing. Girl, we come down to Avenue upon St. Patty's Day. Okay. The great day for the Irish all across the USA. What you go to? What is this I hear? This cry and ballyhoo. There's a bunch of queers again this year who say that Irish too. Oh, God loves the Irish. Unless, of course, you're gay. If you are, you won't be marching upon St. Patty's Day. You can be a bum, a bucket of scum, sure, and that's okay. But you can't be Irish if you're gay. <laughs> Now the order of Hibernian, both eminence is grey, have delivered this pronouncement upon the blessed day. Sure, a little bit of heaven for all, and nestled in the sea. 
But you're going straight to hell for homosexuality. Oh, God loves the Irish, unless the courts are gay. <laughs> that was their pronounced until the pipes begin to play. You can be a con, a mafia, Don. God loves you anyway. But you can't be Irish if you're gay. O-L-E-S-B-I-A. N and S spells lesbian. Oh! Choose another women part of mate with. Devil a man can never get a date with. L-E-S-P-I-A-N and S we say It's a shame that these dames want to come out and march with us lesbians No way Cardinal <laughs> O'Connor Be sure to set you straight It toils like the Kennedys that made this country great We won't allow no Peter Pan the wedding of the green And when we say up the Irish boys that isn't what we mean Oh, come, love the Irish, as long as men are men. Rectum. Except perhaps the car. we've never been sure of that. You can be stinking drunk and hurling chunks will laugh it all away. But you can't be Irish if you're gay. No, you can't be Irish if you're gay. Don't even try being Irish if you're gay. No. It's 1131 at 560 WQM. It's a great uh, day for the Irish. Of course, every day is a great day for the Irish because they finally found their potatoes. Now, let me ask you about that potato famine. What was that all about? Seriously, what, wasn't that the big thing? And besides being drunk most of the time and the Kennedys, wasn't that the big plan? And, of course, uh, the Irish killing each other there in Northern Ireland, the Protestants and the Catholics. What is the other big deal with the Irish, you know? I mean, every ethnic group has got their big thing. Most, most ethnic, you know. Huh? Like the Schwarzes, they got the NBA. And the Jews, we got uh, all the money, supposedly. And the Cubans, they got, uh, what do they got? Foreskin. Yeah, that's true. That's about it. Here's Miami. Hello. Uncle Neil. How yes, you sir. <laughs> okay. Well, I can ask my wife. She's Irish. Maybe she'll quit. Yeah, what do they got beside the potato famine? I don't know. And I don't, yeah, to be honest with you, I don't even remember what that life was all about. I don't know, but her. Do you, do you know what the potato famine was all about? No idea. No, when you come right down, it's another one of those things we always hear people refer to. But what what was the potato famine? It just on the on the face of it, it sounds stupid. Well, I don't know. They're nothing but starch, which is maybe where the Irish got that pasty look they got. You know? Yeah, they sure do. They really look pasty. Between that and just swelling the Guinness. Now that might do it. Yeah. Let me tell you, that might give them a little flush, like I got, you know, in my push. (laughs) I'm glad this Super Bowl's over, boy. Yeah, get it out of our face already. And by the way, the lowest watched, it was the second lowest rating for a Super Bowl game in U.S. history. Only 1972 had a smaller percentage of U.S. homes watching. You know, when I heard about Eugene Robinson, I mean, the guy's such a loser. I heard a story last week. Yeah. A friend of a friend works for a catering company. She was working a party out at Star Island. Heard there were going to be big stars there and Arnold Schwarzenegger and everything. Winds up, it was a Denver Bronco orgy. Uh huh. She claimed that Elway was having sex at her feet. He was having sex with her feet. <laughs> at her feet. At her feet with her feet. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, maybe he just did a little squirt, squirt on her feet. Yeah. And I'll tell you, this whole thing, the, the hype in this, with the Super Bowl in this town, it just shows you. I mean, there's nothing else going on here. Yeah. Just, and then now, now that it's all gone, you know, they wound up painting. They painted the lines on Ives Dairy Road, and I'm coming to work this morning, and I'm asking myself, why did they waste the time? Everybody's gone now, you know. Yeah, I, I mean, it was, it was, the lines were fine before the way they were. They weren't too bad. You could actually make them out if you looked real close. Anyways, maybe the, maybe the Irish know a thing or two about latkes. That, that, that might about. be it. Yeah. Okay. Happy Purim. And back okay. to you. <laughs> 
Oh, and by the way, speaking of cocaine, you know, that really bothered me, that call yesterday, because the guy sounded, you see, when I get a goofball, it never bothers me, because a goofball is a goofball. But when somebody comes on here and he sounds like articulate, like he's got his head screwed on straight, you know the one I'm talking about? And then he started in that business about, well, you know, somebody of your persuasion, you really have to be careful because, you know, the religious right, as though I base my opinions about issues in life based on what somebody else does, you know? I don't give a crap about the religious right, what they think about this, or because they're, they're all crazy anyway. But the idea that all of a sudden I better watch my opinions about drugs because they might uh, like that, like I'm some kind of a supporter of drugs. Let me say it again, sir. Cocaine is bad, bad. Crap. And those of you who are doing it, which I guarantee you we've got plenty of people in this audience who are doing a few lines right now, by the way, you're dealing with serious. Crap. See, I, I know this comes as a great shock, Virginia. But nobody goes out and robs a 7-Eleven store, holds up a liquor store, kills anybody because they need money to buy marijuana or hash. Huh? I know, seriously, I know that comes as a tremendous shock, especially if you've been exposed to this reefer madness that's so prevalent in this country. But people who are hooked on that white powder, and especially people that are hooked on that crack cocaine on those rocks, they have this predilection of going out there and becoming all consumed and obsessed with getting it. And if they don't have the money to get it, then they find a way to get the money with which to get it. You follow what I'm saying? Uh-huh. I think you do. So you people out there that think that cocaine is, you know, his comment about recreational drugs. You know, he was just using recreational drugs, LT, whatever we're talking about. Recreational, my ass. I don't give a crap what you're doing if it doesn't affect anybody else. But there are a hell of a lot of people. There are millions of people in this country who are doing cocaine. Just ask Robert Downey Jr. how he's doing. And your favorite, Christian Slater, that scumbag, that piece of walking turd. So we're not just talking about people in the ghetto. We're talking about a lot of people that have too much money and don't know what to do with it. Like my old friend Johnny Depp, who's turning into a real scumbag over there, got busted again in London yesterday for acting up. wonder how River Penis is doing, by the way, at Johnny's nightclub. Anybody seen him lately? No. So the idea that because you're liberal, because you're uh, you know against these idiotic, archaic marijuana laws, that suddenly that makes you into some kind of a, an embracer of drugs? Sir, you need you need serious help. You need serious assistance. Here's a mobile in Boca. Hello. Yeah, Neil. Uh, this is my take on the Eugene Robinson thing. Anybody who uh, frequents these uh, areas of uh, prostitution knows that any one of those girls down that area, if they look good, stay away. It's a cop. If they look well, like they weigh over would, 100. But on that point, I mean, how would he know? He do not be living here. You understand? That's the thing. Somebody should have tipped them off. They just, if they, I'm telling you, those cops, they look too good. You got to yeah. go for the ones that are under 100 pounds. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And the ones that are under 100 pounds, probably, uh, well, you probably, they'll give you something for uh, no charge. We have an open line at day two in Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Yes, I do, Rogers. I just want to congratulate you. How you doing, Rogers? Yeah, I do. Rogers, you call people by their last name, sir? Yes, sir. How about Mr. Rogers to you, sir? All right, Mr. Rogers. Yes. I just wanted to congratulate you on your show. And uh, you complain about women earlier, you know, how they complain and all that. But you, you complain a lot more. About women are complaining? When did I say that? Yeah, you complain about women that they're always bitching. No, I did not. I never said that, sir. You must you must be having are you having hot flashes is that what it is sir you're hallucinating? No no 
I was hearing you earlier. No, no, sir. I never said anything about women complaining. I, I was talking about the only time I even mentioned women today was about the fact that women are being discriminated against by the Orthodox Jews in Israel that want to keep them out. That's the only time I even mentioned anything about women as a class of people, sir. Do you understand that? Do you have a grasp on that? Yeah, but that's their problem. Yeah, but they? that's what? That's that's their problem. So what does that have to do with the price of peanuts, okay, sir? Go give Ileana Ross Layton a big kiss on the puss, okay? We have two open lines in date, 5670560, oh, pound 560. See, what he's really trying to say, what he's really trying to get, Maticon, 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 you are the biggest one-note Charlies I have ever seen in my life. You little Julio's you, that's all you know, man, that's all you know. And I understand when you're upset, when you have all these guilt feelings about your own natural sex impulses, I understand that, that you have to take it out on somebody else. Because that's the diversionary tactic. It's always the one, you know, the closet one. Just like a Bob Livingston and Bob Barr, always the one with the skeletons in their closet who's the first to scream the loudest, ah, pervert, yeah. And how many families are you breaking up lately? How many broads are you screwing? And Bob Livingston, by the way, we never really got a number. So many that we couldn't keep track. All these dalliances that he had outside his marriage, which I'm not knocking. That's his business, but don't be a goddamn hypocrite. All you uh, maricones grandes with your bullcrap, with your uh, grand uh, mierda. You know the grand mierda. That's the big pile. Two open lines a day, 5670560 oh, and pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line, 20 till noon at QAM. This is the most disgusting program. I urge everyone to complain to this station. It can strike any of us. Chuck. The tragedy of sexual stuttering. It frustrates you, and it infuriates the guy in the apartment next door. Would you say it's same already? You're making me sick over here! If sexual stuttering afflicts you, take heart. Chuck! Chuck! I said it! Chuck! Oh, George! My name is Bob! To get on the road to recovery, call the Sexual Stuttering Hotline at 1-800-0000. Shut It's 17 till noon at 560 WQAM. I was just thinking, you know, during the break, I was wondering, has our program director ever, ever addressed any of the, the problems, technical or otherwise? And the answer is, no. you know what he's doing? He's upstairs addressing envelopes. That's what he's addressing, with difficulty, by the way. We have two open lines in Dave, 5670560, pound 560 on the 18th wireless line. How about some information about the goddamn yeast infections here today, huh? How about some good side effects of some chronic grotesque diseases, huh? Like some kind of a uh, bacterial in infection. Like some kind of gross thing from outer space. I mean, we might as well do self-diagnosis because the doctors in this town, they couldn't diagnose a goddamn uh, blister on your finger. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. I called you about a month ago and told you I lost 35 pounds smoking crack. I'm up to 41 pounds. Yeah, uh-huh, yeah, crack this. Open line at Broward, 3 and date, 5670560 and pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. So here's to you, Eugene Robinson. Heaven can't be found down on Biscayne. I feel your pain. What's that you said, Eugene Robinson? Forty bucks is such a deal for you. Oh, man. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Great show, Neil. Keep it going. Good start. Okay, work on it. And the song, too. Okay, one line left on the board there, and that's it. One call left on there. 
Here's Debbie. Can I play the Superman bit? Okay, I'll work on it, Debbie, in the bit two. Faxes me a thing here about another sarcastic article written by the New York Daily News in the sports column about Miami and about what a uh, joke this place is. It says, perhaps the best media moment was when the Miami Herald in one of its, I can't read it, bad facts, unending special Super Bowl sections trumpeted the game between Denver and Minnesota. (laughs) It says the Herald had it just right. At the big frat party, it really doesn't matter who's playing anyway. That's right. It's not a ball game. It's just another week to get drunk. That's what it is. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Hank will be here at 2. we got the Boogster. Now, that schedule up there, I can't make heads or tails. Boogster talking baseball, which makes a lot of sense, <laughs> 6 o'clock at uh, Shula's. And then it says till 8. till uh, eight. And then it says Eddie K from 9.30 till uh, whenever. So what's what? do we have any idea what's on between 8 and 9.30? No. Dead air. Oh, okay. Well, we should be used to that by now after last week. Here's Coral Springs. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. You know, uh, you 28th Street in Biscayne, that's... Uh, 22nd in Biscayne. 22nd? Oh, that's just as bad. Yeah. Oh, my God. I, mean, I know. What was, he look, what was he looking for? I mean, if he found it. He found it. <laughs> he found it. And guys like him, he's saying, you know, it's an indiscretion. I love these sports guys on ESPN. It's a indi- this is, this is, is not is the first time. Is that what they said? It's an indiscretion? Yeah. Yeah. It's not the first time for guys like him. But but that but again, that's not the point. I don't begrudge a guy going out looking nope. to get laid. But the fact is, here is a guy who has set himself up as being holier than thou, who's quoting from the Bible, who's the prophet, who just got an award Saturday morning. I mean, this story is it, it's like a big elephant walking into your living room, and these guys still can't see it yet. Right. You know, what the hell's wrong with them? They're all just hypocrites. And with their man-made beliefs, you know, such as God and religion and all this other nonsense, um... There's no mention. We have proof of dinosaurs. I ask all these religious nuts, what about the dinosaurs? So that's part of that uh, commie conspiracy. You know, oh, all those, uh, right. Yeah, that's right. Those commie scientists oh, guys. That's right. Okay. It's like carbon dating. It's just another commie conspiracy. Thanks, Neil. Have a great day. Another heathen uh, bunch of bullcrap is what that is, right? Crap. Open line at Broward, 400 and Dade, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. See, actually, we would have, like, bigger numbers in the Hispanic crowd. Like more, We'd have more response in Dade County if they were able of say, saying something more than just maricón, 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 pajarito, and all those other ten words that we used to, uh, you know, go through the old vocabulary. That's it. like a stuck record. And I think you guys ought to stop calling yourselves names. Just accept it. Have a good time. Have a great life. And uh, go with it. That's all. And maybe one day Sedanos will roll back the prices. Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Mobile in yeah. Fort Lauderdale. Yes, sir. Hello. I'm speaking. Are you speaking? Hi, Neil. How are you doing? Okay. Good. And I can, I, I can hear. I'm, I'm, I'm still driving on 75 here. I'm on, on my way back to Fort Lauderdale. Um, a little uh, a little question to ask you, or not really a question to ask you, just a little statement. My parents were coming down um, a couple months ago, and, um, you know, they rent a car from the uh, from the airport over there. They give you these directions on the map, and they tell you the areas where you need to stay away from. Yeah. And in one of and the areas, they have there, most most of the town is shaded in there, like stay away from here. Right, right. But on Biscayne Boulevard, and it and it says in there even prostitution on the map itself, where it says prostitution, and it's in red and it's in black, it's in black ink, and it's in the, it's, it's it's in a red area or so. Yeah. And that's right in between probably that area where it was at. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm just. Talked to my parents about that before, and they were telling me though that, that that was one of the that was one of the areas that was on there, of the map. 
and I heard you're I heard you're looking for that information. I, sir, I'm telling you that all the areas on the map are marked. Do not go there. Stay the hell away. Okay. Okay. George, can I ask you a question? Seriously. Did that man have, like, even a inkling of a sense of humor? No. I mean, like a little teeny, like a shred, like one fiber of a sense of humor. No. No. What, what, was that a conversation? No. Was that like a, an exchange? Was that like a, a piece of verbal intercourse? No. Two open lines in date, 5670560. Come on, let's hear from some spicks today, God damn it. Come out of the closet wherever you are and contribute your uh, two or three words. Oh, we don't need this to hear Ileana Ross Lightning over and over again with all her bullcrap, with all that hypocritical swill that has to go have her and her daughter's picture made with the president after he gets that rousing ovation after the State of the Union address. Here she's trying to drum his ass out of office, that hypocritical bitch that she is, and she's got to get her picture made. Phony, phony, pandering bitch. She, You know something? She's such a piece of turd, she ought to get a job at the Herald. That's what she deserves. Here's Miami. Hello? Neil. Yes, sir. I'm not a stick, but I'm a mick, and I'd like to tell you what the Irish are famous for. What about that potato famine? What can you tell us about that, sir? I'm well, very... before I go into that, yeah? the Irish have the oldest existing buildings on Earth, about one or two thousand years older than the pyramids. And they're res- you're going to love this one. They're responsible for saving the, the Christian wait, 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 religion. Wait, wait. The Irish had the oldest buildings on earth, even older than those buildings in Rome, like the Colosseum? Yep, yep. Older than the pyramids. Yeah. Also, they, they saved the Christian religion. Yeah. And also the potato famine? Yeah. It was a Jew conspiracy. Yeah. That's it. That's all I got. Okay, great. What about talk about the riots? What about what all the riots? What does that tell you when you're, you know... When you're a drunken Mick, what does that tell you? <laughs> Open line at Broward, one and date, five six seven oh five. See, drunken Mick, that's like uh, you know, repetitive, redundant. Like Fag Spick. Exactly. Like Julio Maracon. Know him? Here's a mobile implantation. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, how you doing? Okay. Uh next time you're at the Panther game, uh, my name is Bill. Uh I'd like to invite you to It's New York. Come on in with you and your friends. On me. What, what is it, New York? It's what New York, it? right next to Planet Hollywood on the 17th Street Causeway. we got great food there. Well, wait, 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 wait. Next time I'm at the Panther game. Well, when you're done and you want something to eat, we're open until later. But, 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 Bill, I hate to break the news to you. I live like 10 blocks away from the arena, and the arena is way out there in West Broward, and you're on the 17th Street Causeway. Well, and okay. after, after the Panther game, I would go over to the 17th Street Causeway for something to eat. So in other words, Bill, you're trying to get a little free plug here. Is that what you're looking for? No, I'm going to send you some food. S- send me some food to where? To the station. You know where the station is? Yes, we know where the station is. Yeah. What are you going to send me, Bill? In other words, like, like I said, you want to get a free plug. Why don't you just say that, Bill? You'd like to use this show to get a free plug. I have no problem with that. We're going to send you. What would you like for lunch? For lunch when? Tomorrow. What do you got? Anything you want. What do you got? Salmon. I hate salmon. I don't eat fish. I can't stand fish. Just the thought of it makes me want to puke. Chicken sandwiches, steak, whatever you want. Nah. Name it. We'll have our chef make it for you. No. We have an open line at Broward 1 and Dade, 567. What are you What are you laughing about? I don't want anything that he's got. He's on the 17th. He must, I must be desperate. After the Panther game, I'm going to go on a 17th Street Causeway. 
what is that, about 45 minutes from my house? That that would be. <laughs> How about if I go down to Homestead for a snack after the Panther game? Man, I, I feel sorry. We ought to take up a collection for poor Billy. Sounds like he's having a tough time of it. Sounds like things are really hard. I don't want no food. Okay, what I want is a doctor. I want a real honest to God. Not that the thing is so bad today, but it just doesn't go away. It's lingering. It's lingering. I'm not concerned that it's something. Maybe it's allergies. Maybe it's like some kind of a viral infection, like low grade. Maybe it's a, a leprosy. I don't know. But I like after seven or eight weeks of it, and every now and then we hear from somebody that says, oh, you know, I've had this for like four months and five months. I'm not one of those people that wants to have something that's annoying and irritating for four or five months. Do you know what I'm saying? No. A doctor who actually can do whatever testing it takes to get a diagnosis and then give you something, even if it's a bullet to the brain, and whatever it takes to alleviate the situation. I know in Florida that's a novelty. Maybe in the U.S. it's a novelty. Because you know the way medical practice is in this country. That's the American fucking way. They got a bunch of little cubicles and they sit you in there and they make you wait and you wait and you wait and you look at your watch and you pick your nose and you scratch your ass and you wait and you wait. And they come in and they give you a lick and a schmear. And I do mean a lick and a schmear and you're out of there. Here's the bill. Here's a bag of stuff. Go home and feel better. Next. That's American medical practice. They don't even give you enough time to finish the sentence of telling them what, what, the, uh, what the symptoms are. That's why I still love that line about, you know, the guy goes into the doctor and says, hey, doc, how do I feel? That, that's the greatest. That's it. That's American medical practice for you. Oh, you're fine. You don't need me. No, I need somebody that's going to tell me something. Now, you're right. I don't need you. I need somebody that's going to tell me something tangible, that's going to do something, that's going to actually perform some kind of something, something. Even a lobotomy sounds good at this point, especially when you work for Greg Reed. You need a lobotomy. And you're right. He is a putz. Now, why, why, why do you get so embarrassed when I say that? You, you can butch up now. You're, you're safe. you got a deal. you got a contract. You're not going anywhere. Yeah, but the contract says they can fire me for uh, for no, saying that he's a putz. Okay, no schmuck. How's that? They can fire me for the clock. Okay, how about how about just dumb, dumb? He's dumb. He knows he's nothing. A sports guy. He likes he, the he's sports. He's a sports nerd, is what you said. He's obsessed with his silly with his silly sports crap. Even though we got the thanks to Jeff High, who's my best close personal friend, we got all this this tap scan stuff here from the ratings. We're like, we're, we're not just, I, I, when I look at this, you look at the page, and it just astonishes you. Like there must be something amazing going on on the station between 10 and 2 every day. You, you look at this chart, here's this big thing sticking up in the air. Yeah, there's a big thing, that's right. Sticking right up in the air, right there in the middle of the page, right in the middle of the day, in those four hours. Just zooming right up. It looks like a, 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 a ratings Viagra pill. That's right, straight up in the air. And they still don't get it. We're still like, oh, gee, you know, we need him to get the numbers up and uh, get that money in there. But uh, he's such a pain in the ass. We like the sports stuff. We want to get more of that sports stuff on there, talking about, you know, Rutgers and Temple and all these other girls' schools, Vassar, all this other dreck, all this pure, unadulterated, total bull. Crap. Yeah. That's what uh, makes this place go. And they're the only people that get any assistance. We got like me and George. That's it. Now that uh, poor Joe Costello, he's got only knows what he's doing. 
probably hiding in a closet up there so they don't find them in between paydays. So there's two people working on this show. Every other show on this station has got 75 people working on a goddamn show, which we discovered last week, much to our astonishment. And quite frankly, it looks to me, if I'm looking on these pages, if I'm reading this right, they may be underachieving. Or based on the based on what they're talking about, they may be overachieving when you come right down to it. Uh-huh. Yeah. But don't confuse the man upstairs with that because he's the sports guy. He's the, yeah. It makes him feel like a real man. And if you look at that haircut, I think you can understand why. It's 1157 at 560 QAM. It's Dave in Miami town at 560 WQAM. When you eat Chinese, it ain't pork or chicken, but a fat Chinese. Yet the food tastes great, so you don't complain. But that's not chicken in your chicken chow mein. Seems to me I ordered sweet and sour pork, but Garfield's on my fork. It's burning here on my fork. There's a cat in the kettle at the Peking Moon, the place that I eat every day at noon. They can feed your cat and you'll never know Once they wrap it up in dough, boy right. They fry it real crisp in dough Chowlin asked if I wanted more As he was dialing up his buddy at the old pet store Said, not today, I lost my appetite there's two cats in my belly and they want to fight. I was sucking on a roller and the tongues of two. When I swear I heard it mew. And that is when I knew. Oh! There's a cat in the kettle at the peaking moon. Think I gotta stop eating there at noon. They say that it's beef for fish or pork. But it's purring there on my fork. There's a hairball on my fork. Pumbo 2 at 560 WQAM. I'll tell you one thing. If I were running this goddamn joint, I'd be down here and I'd have my lips firmly planted on Neil Rogers. I'll tell you that right now. Take a look at these numbers. The goddamn Messiah has come here to lift them out of the doldrums. When what was supposed to be their big fall dolphin book. Did it work? Did it work? No. No. Lifted them from the depths of despair. They ought to be down there kissing our ass instead of giving us an excuse for everything we ask, like getting the goddamn volume up there so the people on hold can hear something. Is that like a major request? No. Should anybody in the world be able to do that? Yeah. Like a real radio station? Yeah. Ask for the most minuscule, the most the most marginal little things, and it's like, uh, well, uh, you know. We got a program director who's got excuses that haven't been invented yet by anybody in the human race. And the reason that we got the numbers from Jeff High, by the way, our great fat sales guy, which I'm starting to like him a lot better. See, there's one thing about you you don't understand. He's not going to create any problem for us. He's going to create problems for them. And you know something? They deserve it. But he'll do stuff like this for us because he wants to ingratiate himself. Don't you understand? You know that by now. Until he starts bringing clients in unannounced. And I don't. Like I don't care. What we do is kick them out. Starts. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. When he brought the food in that time from that, that pizza time. joint. 
Well, I'm thinking. Times. I'm thinking of the one, the, the pizza joint where Bob yes. Ponytail used to be the old pizza yes. loft. After he was told not he to. He was told specifically, do not bring them in. I will not endorse their crappy restaurant. Do not bring that food in here. What was that, the pizza attic or something like that? That's what it was. That pasta was, loft. And then they had to change it from that. Oh, that's right. It used to, to be the pasta loft attic. in the beginning, and then the Jeff Cohen forced them to change it because they were trying to rip off the pizza loft name, and then it became something else. And I told him, no, we will not eat food from there, and we're not going to betray our good close friend, uh, Jeff Cohen, even though he's got that smarmy uh, hairdo and those awful fingernails. We won't do that. And he still has him show up. And did we eat the food? No. No. Did we? No. We no, we sent it, it back. We sent it, said, uh, take it next door. Take it over to Channel 7. They deserve each other, you know, match made in heaven. Take it over there to Rick Sanchez and let him squat over the bag. <laughs> Here's Miami. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? Happy Tuesday to you, sir. Happy Tuesday. I've been gone for two years, and you're still the same bitter old still man. Still the same piece of crap. That's right. I still right. love you, though. Yeah, I know. I still love you. But I have to get out of Miami for a while. Where'd you go? I went to Delaware. Okay. Delaware? <laughs> Where? Delaware? <laughs> Where? Yeah, Uncle Sam sent me there. Oh, I see. So uh, now I'm back in Miami, and... Well, one good thing about Delaware, at least it's close to, like, real living and breathing places like Philly and New York and stuff like that. Yeah, it, it, it's a nice and they have Amish people, and they're dealing the cocaine also. Right. So it's a good place to be. Uh-huh. But I just yeah, got to I call it to say hello and everything, you know, say hi to my favorite, uh, to my favorite fat fag, and can I uh, call someone a douchebag? Yeah. Fernando, you're a douchebag. And a spick, too. And a spick. Okay, see you, pal. Okay. <laughs> oh. We have an open line of day five six. What are we going to do about the spicks in this town? You know, how are we going to loosen them up a little bit, make them stop being so goddamn uptight? See, I've I've made a bad mistake over all these years. I've been saying it's the old spicks who are the problem. No, they're just part of the problem. The young spicks who someday will be playing dominoes in Domino Park, they're uh, you know they're equally a part of the problem because they're trying to emulate, emulate uh, Poppy and uh, Mamacita. That's the problem. Even these Jamaicans down here, they don't know from Poppy. Yeah, they're from Steve, man. They know the good stuff. They don't know that crap. Get with it. Get with the program. Loosen up a little bit, okay? Stop being so uptight about the fact that everybody knows that you, well, you know, you're horny. What's wrong with that? You're repressed. You're Catholic. You should be horny. We have no problem with that, especially if you look good. Here's Cutler Ridge. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Um, just wanted to change uh, courses on you a little bit. Go ahead. What's uh, what's your show, man? I keep <laughs> telling this audience, whatever you want. You know that bit where you play with the Buffalo Bill, all of these things? No. <laughs> I was thinking of H. Wayne Heisinger, and I'm with you. I, I just can't stand him. I will not give him one penny out of my pocket. Yeah. And uh, where the Buffalo Bill goes, I want skin resurfacing. I want the hair plugs. I want body contouring. All of these all things. Of these, yeah. yeah, all of these things. All of these things. All of these things. If I had Wayne's All of these things. If I all had, of these things. If I had Wayne's money, yeah. I would be the best looking dude. I'd get all those pock marks sanded off. I'd have hair plugs. But, but look at it this way. Yeah. When you got one point seven billion, you don't give a crap what anybody thinks about how you look. See? Yeah, but you gotta look at that ugly face in the mirror every day. No, he doesn't care. That scare the hell And you know something, if I had one point seven which I which I don't, I still look at a real ugly face in the mirror every morning. I still look <laughs> like crap. Doesn't bother me. I'm still doing okay. There you go. Hey Neil, can I try for a, a cart? Yeah. I got something for you. Ready? All of these things. There you go. The power of Neil compels you. The power of Neil compels you. Okay. What do you think? <laughs> Two open lines in Dave. 5670560, oh, pound 560. Come on, I want to hear from some Jews today, goddammit. 
I wasted all my time at the beginning of the show with that boring story from the front page of your Herald this morning about these crazy Orthodox Jews over there in Israel condemning the American Jews because they're letting women uh, participate. They're even squeezing the Torah a little bit. And as usual, the Jews just hiding under the pillow. Let us know when it's safe. Let us know when to come out. These Orthodox men, these real, I'm talking about the super Orthodox, are the super crazy. As you go up the ladder, as you get more and more Orthodox, as you get more and more of these uh, crazy, crazy, super religious in any uh, sect, in any religion, the crazier they are and the more intolerant they are and the more tourist they are. And, of course, they don't even know what a real Hamantash is, by the way, the Orthodox. No, the Orthodox Jews, just with Purim coming up. When is Purim, by the way? February or what? It should be I don't know. It's not on that calendar. It's not. we got a Glacia calendar? Happy Purim! What's wrong with this place? You should certainly know that this place is run by Goyim when you got a calendar back there that doesn't even have Purim on it, for Christ's sakes. But the Orthodox, they think that those little hard triangular, uh, the, the little uh, hard ones are the real ones. Those are, those are for Goyim. Those are not real Hamantaschen. The real ones are the big, soft poppy seed, the, you know, the brown with the uh, poppy seeds inside. Oh, God. And I wouldn't be surprised if our friends from Pastry Lane Bakery, isn't that the place? I'm already thinking about you guys. Saw them at the hockey game a few months ago. I wouldn't be surprised if our good friends from Pastry Lane Bakery are getting ready with those hamantaschen for Purim this year. That's when it pays to be Jewish. It's when you go into the pickle barrel up there in the Toronto and you sit down and you order kishki and that bag lady comes in. And you talk her into, see, she thinks she's converting me. I converted her. I like that. I made her a culinary Jew because she was eating kishki right there and loved it. Was licking a goddamn plate. Did we get a call on Purim yet when it is? Well, what is, what is with the Jews in this audience today? They're going on strike. Is that the problem? Uh-huh. Maybe they're squeezing their tzitzes too tight this morning. Two open lines in Dade, 567 0560, pound 560 on the mobile one line. Can't even find out when uh, Purim is. Okay, so it's March 2nd. Is Purim? I can't believe it. Happy Purim! Jesus Christ, we've got to wait a month uh, from today before we get those great home attachments from our friend at Pastry Lane Bakery. Hint, hint. Huh? God, I don't think I'm going to make it. I'm hollishing over here. We have an open line on date one in Broward, 5670560. By the way, the Boog Shambi show will be 6 to 10 tonight. A little error there by a program director who can't even get the schedule straightened out. See, I can deal with him in one of two ways. Those are the only ways I, I can either just basically ignore him. And when he comes down here like he did this morning, just, ah, you know, just kind of nod your head and, and, and just ignore him. Or I can, you know, scream and yell like Hank does with him and abuse him and berate him and carry on like a maniac, which all that's going to do is get my blood pressure up. It's not good for my health. And he's still going to be a piece of worthless crap. So what's the point? Is there any choice? No. No, you just uh, ignore him. Where are we going? Here's a mobile in uh, Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing, man? Okay. Um, I heard you talking about yeast infections a little while back. Mm Mm-hmm. You know how a man gets rid of a yeast infection? You're supposed to dip your penis in Yeah, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Into your own rectum. Yeah, wow. Open line of day one in Broward, 5670560 and pound 560 on a mobile one line. Here's Margate. Hello. Hi. Margate. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. I'm serious. Excuse me one second. I'm eating my peanut butter sandwich here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> thanks. The only place I would ever go when I have a serious problem, and I'm, I'm... I don't have a serious problem, I don't think. Well, you can't get rid of it, so to me that's like a problem. A nagging, lingering problem, yes. Right. The doctors up here just won't get it. 
go to Jackson Memorial Hospital. Oh, my no, God. I'm telling you. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. If you've never been there. Oh, no, there, it's right. I've they, been there. They have doctors that really care there. Yeah. And the, the teachers, they know what's going on. No. Well, I'll disagree with you. They've, I mean, maybe they know what's going on, but I'm just telling you I'm not going there. Well, it's not a pleasant place, but... No, it's the not. It's offices. a grotesque place where they have people, like, lying in the hallway. Well, you don't go into I mean, the uh, they got Haitians that made, uh, you know, popping babies out in the hallway. You I mean, let's get serious. You don't go to the hospital. You go to the doctor office building. You don't have to go to the hospital. And believe me, it's a whole different world. No. And they care, and they'll find out what's wrong with you. No. Okay. I'm just telling you. Thanks anyway, pal. No. No, I will not go to Jackson under any circumstance. No. We have an open line of Dade, one in Broward. I mean, I live in Plantation. Do you think that maybe it's possible when you live in Plantation, Florida, to find a medical practitioner who lives within 100 miles of your residence that you might go to and know something? Is that possible? No. And this guy wants me to go to Jackson like the guy wants me to go to Fort Lauderdale on the 17th Street Causeway for a sandwich after the hockey game. These people are certifiable. Get the guy with a butterfly net. Seriously, these people need to be put away in a rubber room to be cooled out for a little while. Crazy people. Here's a uh, mobile in Hialeah. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Hey, Neil, how you doing? Okay. Hey, I just wanted to say you're, you're an asshole. Yeah. Uh, okay, thank you. There's a, there's our spit contribution for this hour. Open line in Broward, two and Dade, 5670560, pound 560 on a mobile one line. Yeah, I'm the asshole. You're living in Hialeah, man. Who's the asshole? <laughs> Here's Miami Beach. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Here's my Jew com contribution. Neil, yes. God. Long time, yes. Okay, um, hi. Uh, Neil, I'm going to talk to you about that, uh, that Israel situation. Yeah. I was reading that in the paper, and I was incensed. I was like... Uh, was, you were doing incense? I wasn't doing incense, no. I would do something else. Um, I, I, was like, I was reading this, and I said... I go to temple every day. I'm not orthodox. I don't wear one of them damn freaking You're not orthodox, but you go to temple every I, I, day? That's, I, I, that's right. I go to make For a... For what? Because I, I go to make a minion because sometimes the people think, uh, saying the mourner's cottage, they need temple. You go people. to make a filet minion? That's right. But you have to be kidding me. No, I do. Well, what is it, like a hobby? Uh, I'm a good kid. Whatever. Whatever. We'll just leave it at that. But, uh, no, you're not a good kid. You're you're off your rocker. You're wasting uh, your time. That's what my that's what my Bubby and my Zadie say. Um, but let let me tell you. Why are you going every day of your life? It's a half. You know, it's twenty minutes. It's twenty minutes. What what the hell else? I mean, I'm in school. What's the what's the big deal? What's the big deal? But anyways, I wanted to talk to you about it because uh, Oy. I just I just met an Orthodox girl oh. and I happen to to like this girl a lot. And we were the first that we start talking about this stuff. Let me tell you something. If one of these rabbis came up to me and told me not to go to the wall, I would seriously have a hard time not putting one of them flat on their back. But that's not even why I called. Yo, you still there? Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> All right. I'm here. All right. The reason I called last night, I'm listening to the uh, Boogster, and uh, somebody calls from Chicago and talking about, oh, Boog, you got a good show and this and that. But he's like, oh, that Neil Rogers show. And he's like, wow, it's a great show. You know what the Boog says? Well, wait, wait, wait a minute. Neil Rogers show is a great show, he said? Yeah, he said it to, to Boog. He's like, I like your show, Boog, oh, whatever. See, yeah. But he's like, he's Somebody like, you that know. Was here during the Super Bowl week, yeah. He probably listens to you over the Internet or whatever. Okay. He's like, oh, Neil, Neil's a great show, you know, this and that. He, and you know what Boog says? He goes, yeah, he's a, he's a good comedy show. 
I don't know when did when did you go from becoming a talk show to a comedian? I don't. Well, don't don't you understand? You're, you're the, a comedy the sports show. nerds on this station. This has to be a comedy show. This has to be. So, we're just like a little a diversion here to break up the day. Don't I you mean, get it? Just because you're funny and I do appreciate your humor. Yeah. You're still a journalist to me, and you're. Still I'm a the journal. Best. I'm a journalist. <laughs> yeah. And can I can I'm I call a journalist. someone? Can I call someone a douchebag? Look in the mirror, pal. Don't stop going to Shul every day. I'm begging oh, you. Oh, okay. I will. But can I call someone a douchebag? Go to Wolf. Get yourself a pastrami sandwich. You'll enjoy being Jewish a hell of a lot better, okay? All right, let me call someone. Stay away from the rascal house, please. John Bushami, you're a douchebag. Okay. And an orange-haired goy, too, by the way. We have two open lines in Broward, one in Dade. Five, six, seven. I mean, comedy is definitely not the boog's bag. You know what I'm saying? Not a funny guy. Look at him, yes, but not, I mean, just not a humorous guy. Good guy, I mean, you know, in small doses, he's okay. Here's a mobile implantation. Hello? How you doing today, Neil? Okay, sir. I got one quick question for you. I, I, I'm not Yiddish, but I've heard you say what I believe to be some Yiddish words on there. For no. one of them is something like "koxahoist." No, that's uh, that's Russian. That's Russian. Uh huh. Is that a penis crane? No. That's how, how come er, how come everything that we say on the show has something to do with penis? You guys got penis on the brain? No, it just sounded as though that's uh, maybe what it's in reference to. Russian, 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 sir. And what does it mean? Casa Hoist? Yeah. It means have a nice day. Broward's open, 5670560, Palm 560. So when you meet somebody you really like at the end of the conversation, say, Casa Hoist, and just kind of walk away. 5670560 and Palm 560 on the mobile one line. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Let's talk about a real team like Toronto. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, right tomorrow to the Magdalena. The kick on Panther butt. Yeah. What do you know about Toronto, sir? Sir? Do you know where to find it on the map? If you look down in your crotch, do you know where to find it? No. Okay, we have an open line in uh, Dade and uh, one in Broward. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on a mobile one line. So sad, all these parochial little people that have never been north of Palm Beach County. So terribly sad. Never been anywhere. Their entire existence is in this little narrow, in this tiny little uh, spot on the map. There's a little speck, a speck on the map. Here's Homestead. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. What's up, my nigga? How you doing? Okay. Dude, I think you the bomb, dog. Straight up. That Your show is kicking, man. All these youngsters out here, man, we listen to you, man. We just trip out with you, man. Yeah, man. Dog, straight up banging, baby. Okay, bang this. Okay, we have an open line in Broward, all three in Dave, 5670560, oh, pound 560 on a mobile one line. If you had any doubts about the rampant drug problems in this town, do you have any left after this show today? No. None. None. Mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hi, Neil. How are you? Okay, sir. Um, I'd just like to tell you, a couple of months ago at our Temple Men's Club, we had a rep from the Israeli embassy. Boy! Yeah, and he said that one day there will be peace in Israel between the Jews and the Arabs. <laughs> yeah, sure. And, uh, yeah. And the thing just that, like one day there will be peace in Northern Ireland, too. He said, we're not so worried about that. We're worried about the ultra or He said, ultra-Orthodox, they will bring down Israel. Mm -hmm. And because of that, there are now secular Jews in Israel. There's Reformed, Conservative, Orthodox, Ultra-Orthodox, and Secular. And Culinary. And Culinary, too. Right. That means they can eat uh, lobster on Tisha Buff. 
Uh-huh. Um, and he said it's going to be the ultra-orthodox that bring down Judaism in Israel, not yeah. the Arabs. They're crazy. Like to pass that on to you. Well, the, the, the fanatical Arabs are no crazier than the fanatical Orthodox Jews. They're, they, they're the match made in heaven. They deserve each other. They're yeah. crazier than a bed bug. That's right. They can go, both go cock and up and yawn. Exactly. Thank you very much. And cocks ahoy. Yeah, I'll call you. Okay. We have an open line at Broward, two and Dave. 5670560, pound 560 on a mobile one line. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Hey, Neil, what's happening? How are you doing, sir? I'm doing all right. Hey, what's with, the, what's with that guy? I can't believe that guy, he's like putting down Orthodox Jews, but he says he goes to the temple every day. Yeah, I mean, okay. I mean talk that? about the pot calling the kettle uh, Jewish. I mean, what the hell was that? <laughs> he goes every day of his life, this kid goes because he's, he's a good to... kid. I think he needs mental help myself. <laughs> because they need a minion, so he's going to sit there and like he's wailing on it. Uh, well, for what? He's a good. I think he's he's like a for hot young Orthodox girls, maybe. That guys. might be it, yeah. Or maybe yeah, or Orthodox guys. That could be it. Hey, listen. I just wanted to uh, say, uh, um, I don't know. Did, did you notice on the Super Bowl the whole Super Bowl coverage? I don't know. I, sure, I didn't watch. I didn't watch any of it. I was uh, not here. I was not in town. I didn't see any of it. I'm ecstatic uh, okay. that I didn't see any of it. You're lucky. Well, I don't know from it. Let me just tell you one thing, my observation. This town is, like, so embarrassing, I think, when they have things like this down here, because there's, like, there's, they don't really have anything to offer, but they make, like, it's a party. It's a big party town. That's what it is. They say, oh, you go Sir, to I know this comes as a great shock to a lot of these very parochial people. You can go to any major city in America, get sloshed out of your mind. I know, you can I know. Like, like, a lot of bum-fork towns in the middle of nowhere. You can go to Leroy, New York. Find a fun bar. Get yourself plastered out of your mind. The idea that a bunch of people are running around to a bunch of parties getting smashed, right. that doesn't that's, mean it's a great town. They're like, yeah, they're like, that's what we have to offer. That's they're like, New, that's like New Orleans, okay, which is like the sewer of the universe, one of the most unctuous places I've ever set foot in my life. And because they're known for bars and parties and drunks and dumb people. With an open container. That's, right, that's exactly right. Therefore, it's a wonderful, great place. And, uh, I bet you Jean Valjean hung out in sewers that were more appetizing than New Orleans. Yeah, but this and all things are just so embarrassing. They're just coming, they're just trying to make out like it's such a great place, so exciting. But really, what they were saying basically was, well, it was nice and warm. The weather was good. But but, but thank you very much for leaving all your money behind, is what we said. Thank you. We have an open line at Broward, all three indeed. The uh, cat's got their tongue again. It's a real struggle again here. It's only Tuesday. As we continue struggling, fighting the good fight, like the struggling lady said years ago, you're struggling, you're struggling, and we're saying, uh -huh. yeah, you're right, honey. We're struggling. We're fighting. We're swimming upstream. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the Mobile One line. Port St. Lucie, hello. Hey, Neil, how you been? Okay, sir. Hey, yeah, you know the uh, love doctors up there? The what? The love doctors. You ever hear of them up there? No. Port St. Lucie? No. Uh, they're still in the show. Yeah. yeah. They got all your things, your little bits, everything. Yeah. Oh, just want to tell you that. Okay, thanks for the good news. That'll keep at least Greg got something to do up there in Port St. Lucie. That's good. We have an open line in Broward, 600 and Dade, five. Come on, let's get the Spix on the phone here today. Come on, let's hear your contribution to mankind. Let's hear what it's all about. Let's get with it. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on a mobile one line. Let's see what they're into today. Beside Ileana Ross Layton and Domino Park and cockfights. Let's hear about something important besides Medicon, Medicon, Medicon. Get a new, get a new song. Get a new deal, okay? Even FDR got a new deal. You can do it too. It's not too late. Wake up and sniff the daffodils, okay? Man, Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Neil God. Yes, sir. Spick listener, non-homophobic, fifteen-year listener. All right. 
Anyway, uh, Neil, uh, a couple of things. You know, I uh, coming from work yesterday on I-95. I got stopped by uh, FH Pig. The P, P does stand for Pig, by the way. For not wearing, they were pulling people over, Neil. No BS now. Pulling people over to the side of the road for not wearing their seatbelts, and I got a ticket for that. Oh my God! How the hell can they do that? I thought they can only do that if they got some other uh, violation. No, sir. Uh, well, I don't know. I'm gonna uh, take it up with a cop friend of mine, but um, that's exactly what happened, man. Which is ridiculous. I mean, it's. Uh, Kind of sick. Uh, did you guys hear? Uh, I'm sorry, I was out on the road, but uh, did you mention the, the little incident in the Hialeah Police Department yesterday? No. The ones uh, transporting co cocaine. Oh, that's right. I saw that on the news last cocaine. night. What a shame. Cocaine uh, guy. That's right. This guy was transporting it in the, uh, in the police vehicle. Unbelievable, huh? Par for the course. Uh, well, you know you know about his son, too, right? The little... No. His son, you know Mr. Bola Bola Chief Bolaños? I don't know nothing about Hialeah. The only thing I know is that uh, goofball mayor they got, that oh, jackass. They got, they got a big chief there, too, you know, yeah. and his two little boys are uh, patrol officers. Yeah. And they had a little incident where uh, a little bit too much uh, force, you know what I mean? They put on the gloves and stuff like that, took yeah. the boys to Hialeah track and uh, laid it on them, if you know what I mean. Your people. I rest my case. Can't can't get through the entire phone call without that. Can't can't and that, and that, you know I rest my case. That's what they have on their mind. Okay, pinga pinga pinga. That's what the Cuban guys have got on their mind. And this guy's uh, proof of it. Wow. Woo! No wonder the number one hobby is those cockfights. Open line in Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on a mobile one line, 27 afternoon at QAM, where we continue learning new and disastrous things every day about our community, about the place in which we live. In fact, you know something? When I wake up in the morning and I think about the place in which I live, I think, damn it. Neil God. Do your kids hate bath time? All right, guys, turn off the TV. It's bath time. I said turn off the TV. He don't want them. Hey, get your raggedy butt in that bathroom now. Who are you? I'm Mr. Bubble, the new bubble bath for kids that give their mama a hard time. Mr. Bubble? Mr. Bubble? Yeah, Mr. Bubble. Now jump in that tub before I jump ugly with you. So, Mom, when the kids cop a dude, call Mr. Bubba. Can we come out now, Mr. Bubba? You ain't coming out till you all wrinkled up like a fool. Now, watch behind your ears again. Oh, thanks, Mr. Bubba. Mr. Bubba, when he gets down, your kids get clean. And now, try new adult, Mr. Bubba. Hey, baby, what's up? Ooh. 1232 at 560 WQM. By the way, speaking of Bubba, do you hear what Vernon Jordan said this morning? I don't give a sh** anymore. We have an open line of date, 5670560 in pound 560 on the mobile one line. In fact, every time I see our program director, I should say, I don't give a sh** anymore. Here's a mobile in uh, Miami. Hello? Yeah, hey, Neil. I listened to you for a long time, but I, I just kind of like to offer this. I think a lot of the things besides bars were filled with tours this weekend. I mean, you had all your golf courses were packed out. Wow, all the golf courses were packed. I'm pretty impressed with that. Well, I mean, you know, at $125 a pop, that, that puts a lot of money into this. Oh, no, I, I just got through saying they left a lot of money here. We're glad to have the money. That's that's what I said. And uh, being an Anglo, I just But that doesn't say, mean that there's a lot to do here because there's a lot of golf courses because the weather is good. I mean, what what does that mean? Well, I mean, what do you do anywhere else? I mean, The weather's good in Mexico West? City, too, but I don't think I want to go there. 
I, mean, I wouldn't know what cultural. The weather's stuff probably pretty good in Acapulco, but I don't want to go there either. Yeah, um, uh, being an Anglo in a in a, a very Latin area, uh, I'd like to say that the Latins have contributed a lot. I mean, they're, they're the ones that are building the cities, populating them, buying the big ticket housing items that allow the car dealers to go out and, and buy their cars or turn around and spend money. You mean money those little old cities. brown Corollas? Is that what you're talking about? Or is that just the Haitians and the Jamaicans buying those? I'm sorry, uh, uh, the little brown Corollas. I, I don't know about that, but I'm just saying that, that the Latins have contributed a lot in you know, like any other. You mean like all the group. fixed, fixed elections in Miami? Blight, you know, on, I didn't on our say the Latins were a blight. I just said that, uh, you know, that what they've contributed to this show, I think, reflects in many ways what they've contributed to the general community at large. Well, I, I think the ones that are Not possibly much. have the time to listen to the show maybe aren't uh, the ones that are contributing. Uh, so, in other words, so, in other words, you're not contributing either, is that it? Oh, and he's gone. As soon as I got him on that, you know, he made his, he just uh, shot himself in the foot. He had time to call, so he must not be contributing anything to this community. Thank you. Two open lines in Broward, 5670560 and pound 560 on the mobile one line. So I guess all you listeners out there right now that we got this gigantic audience, according to Fat Boy and all this research, you're not contributing anything to this community because you're listening to the Neil Rogers Show. How do you like that? But if you're out there with your guayabera on, and you're sitting there playing dominoes in Domino Park, then you're contributing something. Oh. All right. And if you got your little transistor sister on there listening to the show, then you're really contributing something. Oh. Look at that. Two calls on the board. I look I look away for one second. One well, for like a millisecond. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the mobile one line. Mobile in Miami. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Neil, how are you, sir? Okay. First of all, I like to say we love your show. Uh huh. Okay. Okay, we have two open lines in uh, Broward, one in Dade, five six seven oh five sixty and pound five sixty on a mobile one line. As the beat just goes on, man, they just the Julios just can't stop. They just can't stop. Maricon, 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 just obsessed, man. Professional queens, every kind of queen that you ever have seen, man. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised if all these people would probably see all these callers we've had today at the tea dance this Sunday. I don't know where it is, but wherever they're having one, they're at the tea dance. They're dancing on it. Here's a mobile in a Kendall. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. How are you doing? Okay. Hey, uh, I just wanted to touch on the uh, Eugene Robinson thing a little bit. Like, yeah. Uh, uh, the guy's obviously a rookie, otherwise he would have, you know, no knock to ask a cop, first of all. I mean, anybody down there that looks good enough to do it with is uh, 90% of them are cops, I would think. Yeah. Uh, so he's a bonehead. Uh, what he should have done was maybe uh, go ask uh, Marv Alberts for some comments. Okay, great. Okay, open line in uh, day two in Broward, 5670560, pound 560. There are all the amateur comedians around today, all the homophobic Julios who can't stand looking in the mirror because their foreskin is too loose. All these crazy people are out there today, baby, just the way we like it in the Magic City. Oh. Too bad the Super Bowl crowd is all left. 5670560, pound 560 on the mobile one line. Here's Miami. Hello. And you. Yes, sir. What's going on? What can we uh, do for you, sir? We listen to the show over here, and I want to ask you, what do you think the Dolphins' chances are for next? Two open lines in Dade, one in Broward, 5670560 and pound 560 on a mobile one line. Here's a mobile in Naples. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Goddess. I'm listening. I haven't talked to you in about four or five years. And the last time I talked to you, uh, we talked about my foreskin and how I wore baggy underwear. Yeah. 
Well, what about this time? Oh, no, I went tight now. No, I don't care about your underwear. What do you want to talk about this time? Let's get some new material for it. Come on, let's go. What do you want to hear? Okay, we have an open line and date, 5670560 and pound 560 on the mobile one line. Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing today? Okay. Listen, I didn't. I don't know if you caught it or not, but you blew off that guy that was trying to give you some free food there or something, and uh, thinking he was uh, trying to get a free plug, and he, and and ten minutes later he's got an advertisement on your show. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know if you uh, realized that they're blowing off one of your advertisers. Blowing off one of our advertisers? Yeah, he had a he had a commercial on your show there, right out, you know, about twenty minutes after you blew him off. What's the name of the joint? Uh, New, New York. New York, New York. Well, how come he's calling on the ear here doing that? Why doesn't he do that to our sales department? I don't know. Maybe he's a new advertiser. He don't know the routine. Well, you know, he, he better has... get with the routine. That's all I can tell him. Okay, sir, thank you very much right. for pointing that out. God bless you. I don't care. I don't care. That's something that should be done from our sales department. I mean, he's giving me a song and a dance after the hockey game. I should go over there on the 17th Street Causeway. I mean, what is that? We have an open line. In addition to which, we don't know who the advertisers are anyway because, uh, you know, other than, unless we're doing a, an endorsement, how the hell do we know? Does our sales department communicate any of this to us? Does Greg Reed care if we even have a list of the uh, where they are and who they are? No. No, we don't care about that. We just want people's money. That's all we're here for. That, 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 that makes it even worse. That makes it even worse. I wonder, I wonder who the AE, I wonder who the sales hole is on that account. That's doing such a beautiful job of really uh, figuring that all out. And, of course, we don't know because we don't see them anyway. Even though now they're, uh, you know, like five feet away. Those aren't our salespeople. Oh, that's right. That's Lee Cutler's salespeople, which, by the way, those ponderous sales meetings in the morning, Lee, Jesus, I walked by there this morning. They've been there for like on and on and on, and they're nodding off, and their heads are down on the table, and he's going, man. I'm telling you, I haven't seen Tom Denenberg and Lee Cutler together. It's the same person, I guarantee you. 21 before uh, 1 at 560 WQN. That's a very perspicacious, sir. That was very good, that last caller. I never would have known that. And like I said, I'm still not going there. Trangulando el pollo para acá. Oh, baby, I can't get laid any day. Oh, baby, I can't get laid any day. My frustration grows, he's in my cries, I'm so swollen, between my thighs, women reject me most every night, I approach them, and they take flight, I must, oh no, masturbate. Cause I can't, can't get the thing, can't get the thing. Oh, baby, I can't get laid any day. If I want them, I'll have to pay. Oh, no, 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 no. I want it back, but they say no way. Oh, yes, yes. Oh, baby, I can't get laid 
By the way, for those who were not on hold, listen, George was said during last break that all you little uh, Julios out there, you're a bunch of little faggots. It's uh, 1245 at 560 WQM. Here's a fax from uh, somebody. I won't mention the name. I worked for American Airlines, and not too long ago, the prestigious Miami Hero ran an ad saying that we were selling one-way tickets to the Caribbean for 7 bucks, round trip 14 bucks. It's absurd to believe that American Airlines would have $7 flights, but we had to honor the advertisement, and American Airlines is suing the Herald for the difference. Oh! Just another example of a first-class job that the Herald does every day. How do you like that? If it's in the Herald, you know beyond a shadow of a doubt. If it's right there in your goddamn Miami Herald in front of your puss, it's a bunch of crap. Right. One of the worst newspapers, one of the most unctuous organi- organizations. Here's a sunrise. Hello. I shot way to pool. Yeah, okay, great. Congratulations. We have an open line at Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the mobile one line. Here's a lady in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Um, yes, Neil Rogers. Yes, ma'am. Hi. I listen to your show all the time, and I think you're doing a great job. Yes, I am. And, um, you're doing a great I, community uh, service. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, you are. Oh. Um, I wanted to let you know, I recently uh, came across a book that I think might shed some light on maybe with you being sick all the time. It's called The Yeast Syndrome, and um, they're finding that a lot of people, Fat if people. they've ever been put on antibiotics, right. um, it breaks down their immune system, and it not only kills the bad bacteria, but it also kills the good bacteria. Maybe I need some acidophilus. Well, yeah, that Maybe would I help. Maybe some yogurt. Exactly. That would definitely help. But, um, How about a... if I took a bath in yogurt? Do you think that might do it? Um, I don't think that would do if it. If I smeared <laughs> yogurt all over my puss? No, I don't think so. But um, there's a, a pill that I'm recently taking because I had a lot of the symptoms that you had mentioned that you were having. It's called HSO Formula by Primal Defense, and it's by very, very good. Primal Defense? Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a pill that you take anywhere from two to three of them a day, and herbalists and nutritionists do have them. It's an all-natural product, and what it does is it builds back the good flora in your system so that you're able to digest the food without getting sick. And um, it's very, very helpful, and I don't have any more headaches. I have no more sinus headaches. Um, it's great. I feel like a new person again. What, what is it called, H2O? Um, H2O? Uh, no, it's called HSO yeah. formula, and it's called Primal Defense. It's about 30 bucks a bottle, but um, it's worth it. And you can ask a nutritionist about it, and they know what about it. What do you it. ask a nutritionist about, like in a health food store? Oh, yeah, sure. Um, I'm not sure if GNC would have it. The more localized uh, Donegan's has it up uh, in, in Boca Raton. Donegan's oh, I'm not going to, Bo- to Boca, yeah. They have some other ones, I'm sure. Well, that's the my good though. friend, Jay. Is that Jane Donegan? Um, Jane Donegan, yes. Right. Mm-hmm. She yeah. used to be on my show 100 years ago all the time. Oh, is that right? Yeah, she's well, how come nice Jane lady. doesn't send me a bottle of it for crying out loud? I know. Well, if I talk to come her... Come on, Jane, get with it, please. <laughs> Tell her it's for Neil Rogers. She'll send me anything. Yeah, but it's very good, and I think you'll find um, by taking that... Um, you'll feel a lot better. You'll have energy. Now, what they did also put me on in, in, in conjunction with this, I had to go on a sugar-free diet, yeah. which was very difficult. Yeah, see, I've been on the sugar shock for weeks now, and I think that's that's contributing to this thing lingering on and on and on and on. Like, I don't want to admit that I had a pint of Ben & Jerry's, um, what was it last night? Oh, chocolate cherry Garcia frozen yogurt last night. Oh, okay. Boy, that was good. Yeah, it tastes good, but then the after effect is what you pay for. Killing you. So yeah. if you can, you know, maintain yourself for at least a few days to get it out of your system, drink mm-hmm. a lot of water, you'll feel a lot better. So well, tell, um, tell Jane I want it. I definitely won't. If you get a chance, pick up that book, The Yeast Syndrome, because it's not only women that are going through this; it's men. And they're, they're, that, uh, that's what Dr. Atkins says in the Atkins book. He says that the most overweight people, most people that got a sugar problem, have got a yeast problem. They don't even know it. That's right. It's the underlying cause. And the okay. medical doctors won't address it. It's the holistic the doctors. The medical doctors don't know anything. They, uh, they, they don't want to admit nothing. it. No, they don't. And uh, we're just like sitting here trying to fend for ourselves. Exactly. But, uh, 
Okay, I thanks. Wish, a, I wish you well. Thanks a lot. Thank you, sir. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. See, finally we got a nice lady there, and who knows, maybe it's just a bunch of witchcraft. I don't know. Maybe it's for real. But, I mean, as far as having a yeast infection. My vagina really gets my panties in a lot. We have an open line of date, 5670560 and pound 560 on a mobile. Even now, my since she started talking, my ankle hurts. Yeah, my ankle's like aching now, which was fine before. Now, maybe the fact that I just twisted it on this stupid board thing I got down here underneath the table, maybe that have just might have something to do with it. Uh-huh. Huh? That could be a little bit part of the problem. Here's Miami. Hello. Hey, Neil. What's up? Buddy? How you doing, sir? Pretty good. Uh, let me ask you a question. What's up with uh, you and the sticks, man? Did you ever have a bad homosexual experience with one of those? Or oh, what? I had many good homosexual experiences with them, as a matter of fact. Right. Gave it yeah. to you pretty hard or what? What? They gave it to you pretty hard or what? No, they didn't give it to me pretty hard. I gave it to them pretty hard, yeah. See what I mean? Same one-dimensional, man. One-dimensional spix. That's what we got in this town. That's why this town is in the shape that it's in today. I mean, fire hydrants, trees that have like little holes. I mean, you know, like like uh, trees. What, what kind of trees? Are maple maple trees. Do we have maple trees down here? No. But if we could find where they are, because that's how they get that maple syrup. You know, there's that little hole in the tree. And then there's the old woodpecker. We have an open line in date five six seven oh five sixty and pound five sixty on the mobile one line. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Hey Neil, how you doing? Great. Uh, I just made my reservations for the uh, MGM in Las Vegas. Yes. And uh, thanks to you, uh, you know, you speak highly of it. Very good uh, choice, sir. You will love the MGM. Trust me when I tell you, you will not go wrong. The MGM is palatial. It's spectacular. It's great. They treat you wonderful. You can't go wrong. Uh, You might lose your ass there, but you'll have a great time. They recommended me a restaurant there, uh, Gatsby's. Gatsby's. Uh, I never, never ate it. Uh, Yes, I did. I, uh, no, no, the brown derby there I ate, which is mediocre. I've never eaten at Gatsby's. Is it, would that be the same Gatsby's that's up north in uh, West Palm Beach? Might be. Uh, and uh, what about? But I, the, I can't. I can't tell you whether it's good or not. I've never eaten there. Maybe somebody listening did. What about the Rosewood Grill? Have you eaten there? They eat there. The Rosewood Grill, very expensive, very good, very sensational, excellent. So it's definitely worth uh, blowing your dough there. Sure. Uh, okay, great. Well, I'm looking forward to it. And uh, in closing, esa la manera cubana. Okay. What do you say, Mirda? Two open line. What did he say? Give us a little translation, Mr. Spick. That's the Cuban effing way. Oh, all right. Two open lines in the Dade, 5670560 and pound 560 in the mobile one line. Mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hey, Neil. How are you? Okay, sir. And I'm, I agree with you on the fact that the Marlins don't deserve a new stadium, but do you think it would be a positive thing? If where, where, wait, wait a minute. Where, where did this come from? Were we talking about the Marlins today? No. 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 I talked a couple months ago, and you and you said obviously it wouldn't solve the problem. But do you think if they put like a stadium in a downtown area, it would perhaps be a positive thing for the community, or do you think it would no. be a waste? No, I do not. See, I was, you must be getting brainwashed by these articles they keep writing. I saw that John Henry propaganda in the paper today. You see, this is the same old tired crap I've been hearing the 23 years I've been here, just like when they tried to peddle Joe Robbie when they didn't want to build him a stadium, okay? And they kept, uh, oh, the Orange Bowl list, and we're going to build a new stadium downtown. Everything they want to do downtown, and I don't care what they put there, if they got Bayside and they got the uh, American Airlines Arena, and you know something? Nobody still wants to go downtown. People in this place don't want to go downtown Miami. How about Lauderdale downtown? Let me say it again. No. We don't need a baseball stadium. Okay, sir? Grow up. Get a life. Another sports nerd wants to suck me into this crap about uh, we need more stadiums, more arenas. Forget it. Open line of date. 5670560. Pound 560 on a mobile one line.
just keep building and building and building and building and building more arenas, more stadiums, more uh, facilities, and just keep jacking up the prices higher and higher and higher. I'm watching there last night. The uh, Devils were playing Detroit, pretty entertaining game. And they're playing in Jersey. And I'm going to tell you something. Even as great a team as they got up there, they've got one hell of an exciting team this year. And they still, you see all those empty seats. Lots and lots of empty seats. They're pricing the public out of this crap already, okay? They're pricing everybody out. And it's this brainwashing, the idea that, oh, well, you know, our community just can't survive without a whole lot of these sports venues. Bull crap, okay? Somehow we got along without it before, didn't we? Somehow we managed to survive. Here's Hollywood. Hello. Hey, Neil. First time uh, snoodling foreskin in Hollywood. Yes, sir. How are you? Okay. Hey, uh, this Jeff Gordon thing, you have some kind of inside information on uh, that he's a I haven't got what? any idea who that is, sir. You don't know who you play the cart? No, it's not about Jeff Gordon. That's about uh, Jim Gordon. Jim Gordon. Yeah. Well, see, I got the hots for him. Something yeah, good. Yeah. Okay, well, we'll get you a date. Call up Joe Costello. He's got his number. We have an open line at date one in Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the mobile one line. Here's Plantation. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. I want to ask you something, man. You know what I got from the U.S. government the other day? No, what you got? I got this letter, a summons, lawsuit, saying they're sending me for a student loan that I have been defaulted on for 10 years. You've been defaulted on for 10 years? I've been paying on it for 10 years. Yeah. So I call up this uh, lawyer for the judicial circuit in Miami, whatever, and yeah. he says, no, you have the problem, sir. You need to call the student, uh, the Department of Education and clear it up. I says, no, no, and don't. clear it up? Clear it up. Don't 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 put the BS on me, man. Yeah, don't. You know, don't he's don't right. Don't put the BS don't, on him. Don't put the onus on him. You know, it'll don't be put a, your onus on him. What's up with that, man? I, mean, that? I can't believe that, man. Like he said, it's your thing to call him up and take care of it, okay? And quit bugging everybody else. You know, he's calling talk shows. Be a real man, okay? Straighten out your own goddamn problems. Pay the loan, deadbeat, okay? Pay the damn loan back and stop looking for somebody to get you off the hook. Can you get me off the hook, Tom? For old times' sake, can't do it, Sally. Can't do it. Well, that was an accident, but nobody got hurt. We have an open line in Dade and one in Broward. 5670560, pound 560 on the mobile one line. I didn't know no godfather. Oh, yeah, I knew his uh, father. We were in the olive oil business together. See, all you people that haven't seen the godfather, I mean, you know, you think you're alive. You think you know something about life, about America, about the world, about the planet. You know nothing. Nothing. Here's Kendall. Hello. Hey, Neil, last time I called you, you had me talk up to Marvin Gaye. I, I enjoyed doing that with you. Um, the last, last time you talked, I had you talking gay? No, you had me talk to Marvin Gaye. Oh, yeah, talked, I remember that very well, yeah. Thank you. And you mm-hmm. said, sir, that was out Good, It was. It was great. I enjoyed you it. You hit it right on the old post. And Marvin didn't even feel it. No, I tell you. Hey, uh, have you been in the Luxor in Las Vegas? Have I been in there? Yeah, it's. Yeah. Uh, I don't like it. It's kind of weird. You know, the elevators don't go up straight, up and down. I would, up. I would think not, since it's shaped like a pyramid. They probably can't make it quite. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, they're called inclinations. I don't, I don't like the Luxor. It's, oh, well. Uh, oh, well. I mean, it's interesting to look at. You know, I mean, every casino in Vegas is fun to go into and look around. Yeah. But as far as a place to gamble, to hang out, to like, I, not for me. I, in fact, that one and the uh, the one next to it, the uh, Excalibur, yeah. hate the Excalibur. 
Yeah, and I, 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 I mean that I thing is such a Disneylandish. I mean, oh, fat. I hate the Excalibur. Oh yeah, well that's owned by Circus Circus. Well, what does that tell you? No, you know, they're it's, for people under the age of three. Oh, absolutely. Now, uh, before you had me talk up to Marvin Gaye last time, I started off our conversation about maybe you going back to that Israeli pill doctor. You said absolutely no way, and then I heard you talking about that today. I wouldn't um, go back to him if he paid me a thousand dollars a visit. I understand. Now the dermatologists in this town, they're terrible because you either have to wait like three months, you could have cancer. Yeah, and, you know, to get you in. Um, do you think I have a great dermatologist? Okay, well that's good. Don't, don't. Yeah. What about uh, shaving cream? Do you think it could be shaving cream that irritates you and is making a? Because uh, I don't know where you're turning red. No. Oh. Okay. No, I don't. All right. Well, uh, well how could it be a shaving cream when I've been using the same edge for like uh, 500 years? How could be? Yeah, it probably could not be, but you right. know, it's just one of something those things. to think about. I have thought about that as I mean, just to show you how far ahead I am of everybody else. I've actually thought about that, and then I thought, no, no. Okay. All right, well, listen, you have a good one. I'll call you again someday. Okay, say hi to Marvin. Who? We have an open line in day two in Broward, 5670560 and pound 560 on a mobile one line. Some kind of an allergy. Let's get an allergist special, uh, specialist on here, okay? Let's get a fungus specialist. Let's get somebody that knows something. Is there some? Is there such a person in this town? No. Just like that diabetes doctor I told you about from years ago. That guy is who's recognized all over town. This guy's got a reputation. Oh, he's a genius. He knows nothing about diabetes. It's a miracle, thanks to him, that I'm still alive today. He used to have me taking my diabetes pill in the morning, which doesn't affect my blood sugar in any way, shape, or form. I might as well flush that pill down the toilet. And only because I decided to take my health in my own hands and start learning something about it myself. That's the only reason I'm alive here today. Not thanks to that doctor from many, many moons ago, which I don't want to mention no name on the air at the moment. Two minutes till one at QAM. You want to one, two hour. She lets out a giggle when he makes it wiggle. <laughs> Monica is not the kind you can do in the behind. Put a cigar in her vagina, she don't mind. Well, he don't know where a stogie goes. I can see how there was some confusion between humidor and humid whore. And in Arkansas, the term cedar box means saw her naked. Stars reportedly to go in blind. Now Clinton, he was working hard late nights in the Overy office, working on a practical joke. He took a Mac and Noodle, put an exploding load in for Monica was blowing rings of smoke. Bill cigars and Monica's vagina. She lets out a giggle every time he makes it wiggle. Monica is not the kind you can do in the behind. Rectum. Put a cigar in her vagina, she don't mind. Yeah. 
More people feel that Hillary's been made a fool of by her husband. Feel that Hillary was wronged. Up in the Lincoln bedroom, she was moaning, moaning. Al Gore was doing her with Bill's old bong. Damn it. Bill's cigars and Monica's vagina. She lets out a giggle. Every friggin' time he makes it wiggle. Monica is not the kind you can do in the behind. But a cigar in her vagina, she don't mind. Outrageous. Oh, candy and dandy. Yeah, does matter. It's faster. Oh, yeah. What you gotta do is take a tip of Rillo and put it in a one oh four at five sixty. I thought he put the cigar in the anyway, we have two open lines in Dade, two in Broward, five six seven. And by the way, isn't that interesting? Monica had nothing new to say yesterday. What a surprise, huh? Oh. And Vernon Jordan, I bet you he don't be having nothing new to say today. Oh. Blumenthal, I bet you he don't be having nothing new to say tomorrow. Oh. Huh. What a shock. But they just can't let go. They just tenaciously keep. You know, the best part of the day yesterday, and I, I missed it. I was in the shower. They kept, you know how they are supposed to be having these press conferences or announcements, and they showed the microphones, and somebody's supposed to be coming out of the White House or someplace. Like right now, there's Dick Ebhardt. He's standing in front. So let's see what he's saying. Come on. George. Tomorrow he'll be focusing on winning Democratic control of the House. Okay, enough. We don't want to hear him. He's pasty anyway. He's probably Irish. But at any rate, so yesterday, uh, the president's attorney came out of there, the little uh, David Kendall one that lives in Kendall, and was announcing about how they had gone to court and they're looking for, uh, they're, 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 they're filing charges, a complaint against uh, Ken Starr for abuse of power and for all these leaks. I mean, this guy's got more goddamn leaks squirt, than squirt. a guy with a uh, colostomy bag. He's leaking all over the place. Squirt, squirt. And I thought to myself, yeah, oh! not that they haven't already tried to do this before, but just keep doing it, baby. Because like I told you yesterday, most countries of the world, Ken Starr by now, who has been treacherous and treasonous, he'd probably be in prison by now for a hell of a long time. And there's some countries, like I said yesterday, where it might even be worse. Because he just won't take no for an answer. But of course, we understand it's nonpartisan. Here's a great fact, by the way. The Irish pretend, did you read this? The Irish potato famine first hit in 1845. Half the crop was wiped out. It became worse in 46, even worse in 47. The disease that attacked the potato was fifth or fifth of uh, something like that. You see that? I can't pronounce it either. It was bad. The Irish population was faced with starvation. This is when the first wave of immigrants escaped to Canada. Funny thing is, it was the only potato crop that failed in Ireland. Wheat, cats, beef, mutton, pork, and poultry were all in excellent supply, but Irish-English landlords shipped these to the European continent to soften the starving there and receive big bucks in the form of larger profits than if they took care of their own people, God forbid. Why does the hatred exist today? The hatred between the Irish and the English stems from ships leaving Irish ports loaded with food at the same time that their ancestors were eating grass to live on. If they'd have smoked it. If they would have learned to manja la ganja. 
The English government was unwilling to give any money to Ireland with help uh, against the famine because, as they said, the Irish will only use it to buy guns to be bold against them or buy more booze, as the case might be. And it goes on and on. Thank you very much, sir, for great facts. Okay, so now you know about the uh, Irish potato famine. You learn something on this educational show every day. We have an open line in Broward, two in Dade. We're looking for the first Julio of the day who's got something to say about anything besides penis, okay? If there's one Julio that can call us and have a conversation about anything, you'll be the first one all day today in the entire four hours. You'll make everybody in South Florida stand up proud. That's right. After another, yet another, the 54 millionth disgraceful display of ineptitude and one-dimensionality of our South Florida Julio population. Here's a wrong line. Here's Pompano. Hello. Yeah, Neil, that facts kind of stole my thunder there, but I wanted to the say... The told you stole your thunder? Yeah. I, uh, the potato famine... Okay, thank you. Okay, here's a mobile in... Uh, he's called before, by the way. Keep, keep him off. Here's a mobile in Aventura. Hello. Hey, Neil? Yeah, yes, sir. Hi, I'm actually from West Davie. I listen to you all the time. I work in Aventura. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to let you know there are maple trees right on Flamingo Road. We do have maple trees? Oh, yeah, don't let Flamingo the Cubans Road. find out about that. What? I said thanks for the good news. Okay, one call left on the board. We got 52 minutes to go here today, and we got one call left on the board. I could, you know, something I could play. Uh, I could listen to that all day. I was thinking that when I was playing it. God, do I love that. Send goosebumps up and down my. Oh, yeah, I could play that all day, over and over again. That is one of the all-time classics. It just is so, I don't know what, what words, I, it fails me. I just uh, can't find a word to describe how beautiful that thing is, how perfect. He just sticks his finger right on it. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Hank Goldberg today, too. In fact, I don't see anything on a sheet about Hank being outside. Is Hank doing his first show in the building today, uh-huh. I believe? Wow. With no bugs and no rats and no infestation yet? And then we got Boogster 6 till 10 uh, talking baseball, and we have no idea why on the 2nd of February, and Ed Kaplan at 10 with a gambling show. So is that true? Is Hank actually going to be upstairs today? That's what we were told. Wow. Woo! Here's a mobile in Miami Beach. Hello. Hello, Neil. How are you? Okay, sir. Uh, you just missed something on the Ken Star report. Finally, the government came out and said, yep, we spent $40 million bucks on a blowjob. I think uh, Mr. Robinson is a lot, uh, a lot better off with his 40 bucks in the uh, Boulevard. Good question. Well, should we spend 40 bucks or 40 million bucks on blowjobs? Excellent point, sir. We'll be taking a poll on that tomorrow here on this show. Dade County lines are open, all 200 of them, 56705. By the way, we're on the air in Fort Myers. The audio net is back on. We're all over the world. I just mentioned those things again today, okay, just in passing, because slowly but surely they're finally putting the pieces of this joint back together again that they tore apart last week for the benefit of everybody else. And now, uh, like I said, our program director comes down here. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, I'll be at the dentist. <laughs> you know, not a bad guy, but totally and utterly useless. Useless. Like having a roll of toilet paper on your plate in a fine gourmet restaurant. Here's a mobile in Hialeah. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. How are you doing, sir? Great. Hey, I think I got uh, a reason why you might be breaking out. Why I'm breaking out? Yeah, and why you're getting that complexion problem. Complexion problem, yes. Do you still do the Atkins diet? No. No, okay. Listen, this is what happens to me. I, I've been doing the Atkins diet and I... I'm on the, I'm on the Ben and Jerry's ice cream diet. Oh, you are? Yeah. Well, this is what I found. Whenever I do the Atkins diet and I happen to get off of it for any reason... Right. ...and I go back on carbohydrates, 
I notice that uh, my face starts to break out also. Really? Really. Maybe it's all this sugar. You think that could be it? Maybe. I don't Maybe know. It's this tremendous I, infusion, this enormous amount of sugar that I'm consuming. I think it's killing me. Could be. That's what I think it's happening to me. So whenever I get back on the act, it goes away. You know something? I'm doing it right now. Great. Seriously. Are you? Have a nice day, Neil. And back to you. Thank you. I'm doing it right now. I haven't, I've eaten nothing today. I'm doing the Atkins so far. I'm going to Mommy's for lunch today where she will have only Atkins stuff or else. Open line at day two in Broward. In fact, she better not have anything on the, uh, that's not on the Atkins at lunch today because I'll tell you, there are a lot of people lined up waiting to buy that nice condo of hers in Hollywood. It's 11 after 1 at 560 WQM. If you're Jimmy Carter is looking for a miracle. The former president is trying to push puss in Bosnia. The only thing that we heard today about the stir with the Orthodox Jews over there in Israel, the crazy people, was the one young guy, the kid that said he goes to shul every day and he's, uh, I, I don't get it. He was, I think he was like almost as fanatical as they are and he can't figure out why. He's looking for something. All the date lines are open, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's a mobile in Pembroke Pines. Hello. Yeah, hi, Neil. How yes, are sir. You? Okay. Good, good talking with you. I've been listening to so you for far? a long while and uh-huh. uh, uh, spoke with you last year and uh, figured, hey, I'll break the monotony. Last week I was going to give you a ring, and when you were taking the numbers list for all those tickets, I figured I'd just hold off and uh, give you a call when the dust kind of settles. Wanted to give when you dust kind of settles, yeah. Yeah, really. Uh, Want to give you a porker report too? Sitting on top of I seventy five, September lines. They're shooting radar, uh, and they're facing east. So if you, as you come over on Pines Boulevard, great. Listen, I was going to ask you a question. I you probably will remember me uh, speaking with you in the past about Chris Wells and hoping he was always going to no <laughs> become something. Yeah. Whatever. I know he was a healthy scratch all season. What the heck's going on with him? He health? has a groin thing. He's got a, a problem. Why, why are we talking about Chris Wells? What, what is well, the point? He's, he's, well, uh, the, the, he's dead meat. He's history. 
Well, I understand that. I just uh, the, one of the points. And, and is, even if he were healthy, he can't play anyway. So what? You know what difference does it make? Yeah, I was just curious about what happened to him because I, you know, you don't hear too much since uh, Pave has been here. Well, he was a, who? Pave. Pave. Yeah, am I pronouncing that right? Pave. I'm getting a feedback here too. Yeah. Okay. I guess we'll have to end the call. That was a good way to buy. Very creative, very clever, pal. That's a good way. I'm getting a little feedback. Gotta go. See ya. Pave. Pave Bure. Pav, pa, pa, how do you say it? Pavla. Pavola. We start, it's starting to sound like one of those yeast infections. What do they call that? There's something that begins with a P. Parvo. Par, what is it? How do you say it? Isn't that the potato famine thing? Yeah. We have an open line at Broward 2 and date, 5670560. And you know something? It's real interesting since we got all these great hockey fans out there like this guy. Uh, and I didn't go to the game on Saturday because I wasn't here. Did I get any report on whether they fixed the audio in a joint? Did I get any updates on any of the accoutrements on the goal lights? Has there anything been changed over there since I burst a gut on here last week one day and tried to get people whipped up into a frenzy? Did I get anything about that? No. No. What I get is two jackasses yesterday calling in, gee, how come they lost the game? <laughs> oh, man. Woo. Heavy duty, baby. You can almost <laughs> smell it. Here's Pompano Beach. Hello. Pompano Beach. Going once. Long gone. Here's Cooper City. Hello. Cooper. Hello, Neil. Yes. Hello, Neil. Go ahead. I heard you the first time. I got a big report for you. Yeah. Griffin Road between Flamingo and 100th Ave. Two pigs right in the middle of the intersection. Okay, thank you. Okay, it's all pig report the Tuesday. Two open lines in Broward, one in Dade. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's Kendall. Hello. Kendall. Going once. Long gone. Let's try Kendall on two. Hello. What the hell? What the hell what? Hello. Yes. There I am. Yeah. Yeah, but anyway. Why um, are you all people all having some kind of an identity crisis this no, hour? What happened? No, there's, there's a, like a buzzing coming through. Yeah. Yeah. There's a buzzing coming through now? No, not now. Only when you say, you know, Kendall. Well, Jones. that's right, because when you press the button, that's like an alert to like kind of wake you up like, there you go, wake up, is. and it's uh, your turn, right? Listen, hear me out on this, please. Yeah. Um, answer this question. Yes. Uh, you didn't read the Herald's editorials, did you? When? Today? Today. No. Okay. And it says, Hispanics are not represented. They wanted to know why there were no Hispanics on the ju uh, the House uh, Judiciary Committee uh, representing the Americans. It just it, it, and it says representing the Americans, the American well, public, because see they're the only ethnic group that wasn't on either side. Uh, you know, you had the Italian descent or blacks or whatever, you yeah. know, African American, but there were no Hispanics. So what difference does it make? It's well, just, it's just, I mean, you're confused by that? Don't you understand it's another contorted attempt by the Herald to pander and pander and pander and pander as if we have to have some kind of a quota of, uh, ethnicity on the, Well, actually, uh, this wasn't from the Herald. This was from the Hispanics Affairs Advisory You just Board said the editorials. No, no, I meant to say the Reader's Forum. Yeah. Say that. Anyway, the fact is is that she's very upset, and they send a letter to that new uh, speaker uh, stating that she would like to see, uh, you know, uh, Americans of Hispanic descent. Yeah, like Ileana Gross-Layton, she'd be great on there for last. Well, that was true, but the thing is, they're Americans only when they're not represented. That's the only thing. Okay, we have open lines in date, 5670560 and pound 560. George just put a pen in his body like that. He was so distraught from that call. I wouldn't even dignify with a response. 
Here's a mobile in Coral Springs. Hello. What was that guy talking He's about? He's an asshole, man. Uh, anyway, record real quick. The audio was good. The lights, they've not changed, and would you really expect it? No. But the game sucked. Well, I, I know that. But the ice was still bad. Uh, yeah, that's not going to change. And the, and the goal lights, you can't see depending on where you're sitting. But they at least got the sound back down. The sound was good. All right. Oh! One out of three ain't bad. Thank you, sir. There you go. There's our report we were looking for. Oh! Now, what's that guy's name? Pavo. Parvo. Huh? Pavlov. Pav Pavlov, the uh, dog. We have an open line in uh, Broward, all three in date. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's Pompano Beach. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Yes. Is this Neil? Sounds like me. Hey, um, Neil. I hear that you use the uh, the Dr. Atkins diet. Sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes for a couple hours here and there. Oh, do you? Okay. Well, um, well, I'm calling because I'm well, like the other caller. I'm trying to get like a free promo here. Um, I own my own yogurt shop. And it's good. Okay. Well, good luck to you, sir. I hope you make a lot of money and remember us. That's the new deal now. They're calling in for a few plugs, including one of our sponsors before, which didn't tell me that it was a sponsor. And whoever, whoever's account that is or was, as the case may be, nice going. Just absolutely amazing. Well, they're all scared of you, the salespeople. Well, you know something? If they're a bunch of pussies, maybe they ought to find like a different kind of a job, you know? Like an inside job where they never have to leave the house. Here's Pompano. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. I'm Jewish. Oi! Yeah. Had you, nobody Jewish would call, so I'm calling. About? Okay, two things. Yes. I'm going to give you a recommendation, and I want a recommendation from you. Of what? The first recommendation from you I want is my wife and I have never gone to a hockey game. Yeah. We want to go, and I, I, I call information. There ain't no listing for the Panthers. They give me a, a listing for the arena. Yeah. Connect me to some cockamamie number that isn't there. Can you give me a number to call for tickets? How about Ticketmaster? Ticketmaster. Yeah. Hey, that's a good idea. That might work. Uh, yeah, okay. How come they don't have a listing? Yeah, probably because it costs money to be listed. I have no I idea. See. I don't. I have no idea. I mean, I hear you telling all these great things about it and the lights don't work and the ice is this and that. Yeah. What would be a good game to go to in March? What would be a good team to see? Probably uh, somebody they're playing. Okay, we have an open line in Broward, one in Dade, 5670560 and pound 560. Who is that on the bat line that I see? Uh, oh, that's for upstairs. Uh, so hopefully they'll get an answer. What, what, what do you mean by that? Well, we're on the same phone line, so that's somebody wanting to talk to one of the guys upstairs, but they don't have an office phone upstairs in the upstairs control room yet. Like so I don't have an office phone in here that works. Correct. Well, maybe they can have yours. Yeah, they might as well take it unless uh, George Corso is going to fix it one of these days, along with the uh, sound on hold. I mean, you know, listen, we don't want to complain too much. I mean, we don't expect you to pay any attention to what's going on down here. You know, we're getting all the spots in. We're raking in the money. We got these big ratings. Fat Boy brought us down the numbers that uh, that Dumbo up there couldn't get a hold of, that Bozo couldn't get a hold of because he's too busy checking the, uh, you know, he's probably watching some porno on the Internet. Here's a mobile in uh, North Miami. Hello. Yeah, Neil, uh, I was looking through the Miami Herald this morning, and I found the uh, daily screw-up in the sports section. Yeah. Uh, it's on the hockey page in the bottom left corner. It says that the uh, Kings are trying to acquire Dave from the Flyers. They're trying to acquire who? Alexander Dave from the Flyers. Oh, who only plays in Tampa now? Exactly. Right. Check and by the way, nice job by Bobby Clark. You notice how he wheeled that three-way deal and sent Alexander Dave to the worst place he could possibly go? Yeah. Nice going, Bobby. Oh! And get some new teeth, too, while you're at it, Bobby. Thank you, sir, for pointing out. Let me take a look at that. As the Herald once again, I mean, you know something? This could be a hobby. I know a lot of you, a lot of you out there don't have much going on. 
Let's see. The Kings are frustrated about the Steve Duchesne. Look at that. The GM <laughs> GM Dave Taylor denied a rumor that the Kings are trying to acquire Alexander Dig from Philadelphia for Steve Duchesne. Well, guess what? I guess he denied it because they can't get him from Philadelphia. He don't play there no more. He's in Tampa Bay with the lightweights. Thank you, sir. God bless you as the Herald once again. Oh! Every day the Herald is just loaded with crap. Just full. Of, it's not a newspaper. It's a total, absolute uh, crap publication is what it is. Cover to cover, stem to stern, from Denver for, versus Minnesota in the Super Bowl to Alexander Dague is with <laughs> Philadelphia. Absolutely, positively. Unbelievable. Bush League, baby, as Bush as it gets. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Luther Campbell comes out with a new song, As Bush as They Want to Be. Well, he knows all about Bush. Decriminalized pot in Florida. Okay, 129 at 560 WQM. We have two open lines in Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's a mobile in West Palm Beach. Hello. Well, thank God it wasn't one of mine this time. Yeah. Okay, we have two open lines in uh, Broward, one in Dade, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Good afternoon, Neil. Yes, sir. I called you last week. I told you that I uh, spoke to someone at the uh, Macarena and that uh, how I felt that the oh. ice was never going to change, the lights yeah. were never going to change. Uh-huh. Now I hear the audio, I guess, is better. Yeah. Uh, I haven't been. Well, that comes and goes depending on what mood they're in, yeah. Yeah. I told you the last game I'm going to see is tomorrow night, baby, because I feel I'm seeing uh, one of the best teams. Well, 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 so what does that mean? That's the last game you're going to see. Why? Well, I, I think What's it's, the sense in that? I think it's the last game I'm going to go Why? see uh, down, uh, down this year. Uh, no particular reason. I'm just kind of fed up with the... Uh, with the uh, new arena, and I want to go see one of the best teams. Yeah, okay, well, you keep saying that over and over again. Okay, thank you, sir. Said the same thing this week that he said last week. He did suction, 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 suction. Man, it's just unbelievable. You wonder why uh, Eugene was uh, looking to get a little head down there on the boulevard. There's just so much suction here, man. Everybody's getting a little action. All you got to do is stick your head out the window. There you go. More of it. Broward's open, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. By the way, sir, the Leafs are embarrassed by you and your behavior. They're embarrassed. Harold, Harold Ballard is embarrassed by you, and that's saying a lot. Here's Miami. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes. How you doing, Neil? Okay. I'm calling you uh, for a couple things. Number one, what is going on at the Herald? Please explain to me. They go, when when you think things can get any worse, they top themselves. 
The second thing is about what, is, what does that mean? Well, I mean, I mean, the things that they say. For, first of all, you know, I'm a Cuban. You know, I live here in yeah. Miami, and I think I think that they're a communist paper. I mean, I hate it. I hate it. And then right when I say, okay, let me pick it up to see, you know, they they blow it again. So I just hate the Herald. Yeah. Anyways, I called the Macarena yesterday. Okay, and twice they they hung up on me. I think that they're sick why, of... Why is that? What did you say? You say Maricón, Maricón, something like that? <laughs> well, I was about to, actually. Yeah. No, actually, they, uh, I started to tell them a complaint, they go, and they just hung up on me. So At, I, at the Macarena, they hung up on you? Hung were up you on screaming? me. Screaming? Were you abusive? Were uh, you like... Uh, no, no. I, well, my voice was a little, you know, rough. I was about to get loud, but... I about mean, what? What were you complaining about? Well, about the ice. I was going to call, you know, and say, but I think that they've gotten enough... They don't care. I don't know. you understand? They don't care. Like this uh, guy uh, before said... About four calls ago, they aren't going to change any of that. You're not going to see the goal lights, and they don't care about the ice. They don't care about the fans. Yeah, no, but the least that they could do is hear me out. I well, mean, and they, huh? I mean, if they don't care, why they're going to waste their time listening? She should have just said, uh, "We don't care." Bye. Yeah, and also, uh, Neil, in closing, I uh, I drive a '74 Brown Toyota Corolla, so I have a bone to pick. You know, it's a great car. It's still running. It's my little I'm so proud what I got. Okay, pal, have a great life. Okay, we have uh, open line and Dave. Broward's dead. Dead as a doornail as we keep squeezing and twisting and pulling and probing again. We got that big probe we stick out the window here to see if we can find any sign of life out there. And most of the time, it's uh, just kind of like it dangles there. And Alexander dangles out the window. 5670560, Pond 560 on the AT&T wireless line. See, the reason that the Herald's got so much information is because they're a cheap-ass, tight-ass outfit. they got a bunch of punky kids working, just kind of like QAM, kind of the same way. And they got a bunch of stringers over there, people that don't know their ass from your elbow, and they write about stuff they know nothing about. So there's just tons and tons of misinformation every single day. Here's Miami. Hello. Hey, man. Yes, sir. Uh... What's going on with these Hialeah cops? Um, Meaning what? What's the deal? They got a little crack problem, man. A little crack problem, yeah. what do you think? I just want to know, I'm the last English-speaking Miami native left, and I want to thank you for doing such a great job and for uh, letting our voices be heard. Okay. All right, take care. God bless you, sir, whatever you said. At least he was speaking English. That's a good start. Oh! There you go. Speak English in Hialeah, you assholes, especially that rural, uh, rural Martinez. What is his name? Rural, rural Martinez. Jackass. Not to mention a convicted uh, douchebag. We have an open line in date, 5670560. See, that's one thing about the South Florida Cuban community. They never met a criminal they didn't want to put in public office. Whether it's Xavier Suarez, I mean, we're just loaded. One criminal after another, baby. How's Umberto doing, by the way? Won't see him no more. Yeah, won't, that's right. He's like Paulie in The Godfather. Won't see him no more. How's his wife and that lawyer making out, by the way, huh? <laughs> yeah. Making out is another statement. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Hi, Neil. Yes, I am. Yeah, you know what I'd love to get a copy of is Be True to Your Shul. Is that possible? It was hysterical. No. no is it possible, possible if you huh? send George a cassette and a couple of bucks? I'll do that. Okay, hold on. There you go, George. Trolling for making money for George on the side here. He'll make you a cassette. But this guy's Jewish. He ain't gonna, he <laughs> he'll probably try to uh, go you down. You know how that saying goes? Here's Sunrise. Hello. Good afternoon. Yes, sir. I just wanted to call and tell you that I am listening, and I 
I've been trying to call you for are a while. Listening. That's good. Okay, well, you know, I'm in Broward. You're alive. You're listening. You're it. in Broward. Those are all three very, very uh, positive signs. I didn't want to just call for no reason, but it, it occurred to me an article I had read in Playboy a while back uh, concerning, and it all has to do with the presidential thing. It was about blowjobs. Yeah. It said that high school students these days considered a blowjob almost like shaking hands. Right. They, they don't consider it sex. Well, that was that the guy that got uh, fired. Was that the story about the Journal of the American Medical yeah. Association? Yeah. They got canned for uh, printing that that study they did. Similar to that, correct? Yeah, that was now that was at at, uh, at the college level, but they uh, they agree. They said that uh, what was sixty or seventy percent of the college students did not consider oral sex to be sex. Correct. But this was high shaking school. hands. There you right. go. Exactly. They're shaking it. Right. I mean, it was just it was like almost like an informal greeting. Right. There you go. So I mean. What's the Soros? I mean, nice to see you. Can I service here for a couple of minutes here and have a nice day? Exactly. Now I have one question. I know I'm a big fan of The Godfather, like you, but have you watched The Sopranos on HBO? Have I watched it? Yeah. No. No. You should. It's it's not. There's one character in there. Yeah. Who constantly quotes, "Just when I thought I was out, they bring me back in." in. I love that. That's such a great line. Yeah, it is, and. It's, it happens to be little uh, Steve Van Zandt from the uh, East Street Band. Who's yeah. Very appropriate to the uh, to the situation as a, as a character. But you see, every Italian actor who's ever been in a mafia movie is in this program, and it really is worth watching. I recommend it highly. It's on HBO. HBO Sunday night. I'll check it out. Do that. Thank you so much. Have a nice day. Mouth. That's the word that comes to mind when you hear this music, baby. Mouth. There ain't no schmaltzier music in the history of the universe than this. You know, the best thing, when you're sitting in Rome in a great trattoria enjoying a fantastic meal, and there's the music, you know, in the background, and then that, that comes on just like that. And you're sitting there in Rome, in Italy, in Italia. Not in Sicilia, necessarily, thank God, but you're sitting in Italy, and they're playing the Godfather in the background. And they're all giving you, like, looks, you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, by the way, speaking of uh, mafia, I didn't know there was a Puerto Rican mafia. Now, it's only one house, and it's in Springfield. No, it's on Guiding Light. Jesse, who's a Puerto Rican, he and uh, Michelle, this make-believe little Michelle, oh, my God, well, they're just out of their minds. They must think we're crazy, those of us who've been watching Guiding Light for 100 years, and then we'll keep watching, will we? Uh-huh. Yeah, we keep watching. Hope, uh, what's his name? He Hart, he's not doing too good. And Edina, oh, man, since her face started falling apart, she ain't been doing too good either since that fire. But, uh, yeah, we got like a Puerto Rican mafia. And that's our poll question today. Is there such a thing as a Puerto Rican mafia? And it's this one bitch, this one woman, and she's like, ah, she's got uh, Michelle is all locked up in the house, and her uh, son Danny is uh, this, and the other son is dead, and uh, she's wheeling and dealing, but it's like all by herself. She's got one uh, button man there. She's got uh, the one guy, and that's it. Maybe he's the consigliere, too. It's the low-rent district Puerto Rican mafia because it's in Springfield, where all the Goyam are. So if there's a Puerto Rican mafia, let's hear about it, okay? We have an open line in Dade 1 in Broward, 5670560, pound 560. See, one thing at least about the Puerto Rican mafia, they wouldn't be using guns as their weapon of choice, would they? Huh? No. More likely probably like a swish blade. God! Lemon jello, orange jello, gas sex, X lax, you throw Google lax, diamond tap, testin' X, Laura Midlow, Wanda, the Shonda, Lasix, Claritin for my gut, Dexatrim, Lanolin, Fluorescent, Cavity, Ovaltine, Dramony, Benzene, Hamoshima, Tisha, Feldine, Pindol, Chicklet, Queen, and Hestonine, Movie, Lips, Ricola, Asper, Gum, Better Usual, Cannibal, and Barium. 
Mambo, Balamo, shopping like a lanagate, camo, beneath daily ease and rules. Get your gotcha, gotcha, sober, don't touch the end, Tylenol. What's with the things that they be giving to the black kids? <laughs> they think it's so afro. Uniform names at the drugstore. Euphora, Latoya, Pandora, Cream Bar, Sin Sin, Mufferin, Dead Man, etc. Robot doesn't go play. Triaminic, Usalix, No Dose, Pebo, Robo sells a secret. Scandal, Lotion, Motrin, Raising it, Tagamet, Latex, Malcolm X, Tic Tac, Epic, and Night on my ladder. He's a call and carry toss, a lion, and a keeper. Set for me, a night will triaminic, fix and fell. By the dirt machine, then badges sell. There's a missing gunnery, a neutrogen, and MOE show. Wars with the names <laughs> Sixty WQAM. We'd be looking for what? Open line in Broward two and Dade five six seven oh five sixty and pound five sixty on the AT and T Y. Just tickled my funny bone for some reason. <laughs> Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello, Neil God. Yes, sir. Hey, I wanted to talk about. I wanted to touch on something first. Go ahead, touch away, sir. Ah, that's better. Uh, my brother is devoutly religious, and he drags me down to his uh, calls every once in a while. How sad. And I, I asked him, I said, so I'm to take it that God changed the laws of physics and made the first rainbow. Is this covenant with man that he'll never drown us again because he loves us so much because next time he's going to burn us? And you know what my brother said? It didn't rain before that. Right, that's right. <laughs> I could not well, believe right. it. It didn't have to rain because God created all the oceans and all the other stuff. It never rained before the flood. I'm like, they're so brainwashed. It's, except, the night, except the night it rained in Georgia. <laughs> That's all I got to say for you today. Neil. Thanks for the good news. God bless Thanks you. Thanks for being sir. there. Okay. I mean, you know about the night. Now, was it was it the last train in Georgia that showed up the night it rained in Georgia? And what was that yesterday about Gladys Knight has become a moron or something like that? And she's wearing the uh, magic underwears? Remember the guy called yesterday? Something oh. asking me about Gladys Knight and how she come she become a moron. Maybe she's got the hots for Steve Young. I don't know. Maybe she wants to rub their magic underwear together. Open line at Broward, two in Dade. We're still waiting to hear from all those Julios in Dade County. All the heterosexual Julios in Dade, you can call right now, 5670560. We're waiting. All the heterosexual, okay, that's the poll question for tomorrow. Who's going to call first, a heterosexual priest or a heterosexual Julio in Dade? 5670560 and pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. In fact, maybe we'll kill two birds with one stone. There's no fags in, in the church. Yeah, maybe that faggot will call in tomorrow. Here's a mobile in Pompano. Hello. Mobile in Pompano, going once, long gone. Here's uh, Boca. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? Uh, okay. You were asking about these uh, Puerto Rican mafias. Yeah. All right, we got a group over there in Puerto Rico called the uh, Machete Wielders. They run around machetes killing all the American people because they are uh, they don't want to get together with uh, America and Puerto Rico. Yeah, I didn't know O.J. was in a cult. Oh, man. <laughs> so that's what they do. And uh, one time there was an FBI agent killed. Yeah. Down there in uh, Puerto Rico. 
they wouldn't let him, uh, they wanted to bury him on the top of a hill, and they wouldn't let him. So uh, finally the United States went down there, buried him on the top of the hill anyway. All the machete wielder boys went up and uh, took the body out from the hill and threw it down the body. Great. Okay, thanks. And they, they uh, we'll all moved to Springfield. Okay, thanks for the good news. Guiding light, man. you got to be a masochist. you got to be a lunatic to watch these soap operas. But then again, when you've been watching one for like, uh, how many years has it been now? 59, 40 years. 40 years from going to high school and coming home for lunch every day. And there was a 15-minute, there was. 12.30 used to be the, um, what the hell was that show? Aunt Maida used to be on it. Search for Tomorrow used to be on at 12.30 for 15 minutes. And then Guiding Light was on at 12.45. For 15 minutes. Can you even begin to envision a show that would last for 15 minutes and it would actually, like, do a show and keep your interest? Can you imagine that? No. No, not today you can't. And then they eventually evolved into 30-minute shows, and now only the real crappy shows, like The Bold and the Beautiful, which has got, like, two characters, that one guy from Player that's been on there for 600 years. What's his name? Ridge. Ridge, yeah. Oh, my God. I say shove his ass off the ridge is what oh. I say. Man. They got, like, two characters on that show because it's only on a half an hour. All three, Ridge and the two women that he's always torn. Like I said, you watch that show? The, the wife watches that show. Your wife watches The Bold and the Beautiful? All those, uh, what is it, NBC? All the NBC shows? All of these things. Well, she, she also watches The Days of Our Lives, then, no doubt. Uh, no, I'm on the wrong network. She watches Bold and the Beautiful, That's Young CBS. and the Restless. Young and the horny. horny, then. Young and the Horny. Young and the Horny, right. Oh, she must have the hots for uh, Josh Moore, then, for Nick. Yes. <laughs> well, you got George, but hey, Crystal, nothing's perfect. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Could you, uh, you may see... I think I'm crazy, but that little laugh that Hank does, that, that cracks me up. What was it that he was laughing at, Neil? Uh, Greg, Greg Reed and Duff Lindsay came in the studio together and said, can we do anything for you? And he went. All right. Thank you. Okay, there you go, pal. That was funny. Hey, by the way, Hank with his first show in those exciting new studios with the same old crappy equipment. Oh. By the way, if you think that's funny, Hank, Greg Reed with a straight face came down here today and said, oh, yeah, that board we moved over here, that's state of the art, man. The engineers say that's a really great board. You believe that? <laughs> yeah. They got it at Kmart on sale day. They got it at Radio Shack. We have Broward lines open, 600 of them, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T line. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello? Mobile in Miami. Hello? Yes, sir. Hey, what would you think about all those scummy blacks that came down from Atlanta South Beach? Uh, the scummy blacks? How about the scummy whites? They weren't none of that. Like yourself. Okay, open line at Dave 3 in Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's Boca. Hello. Yeah, Neil, you're a douchebag. Okay, thank you. All right, the good callers are coming out now. They saved the good material till the very end, okay? Thank you very much, sir, for sharing your brilliance with us. Here's a mobile in Weston. Hello. Well, that's a hard one to follow. Yeah, that, that was great. He waits for I don't know how many minutes to come on here. Neil, you're a douchebag. Click. That's good. Excellent, pal. Work on that telephone technique a little bit. You'll be great. Like the guy that was doing the Pavo Brewery, and then all of a sudden he started hearing a hum job on the phone and had to run. He started feeling like a <laughs> dripping in his pants. I heard you talk about or uh, touch on uh, Raul Martinez. Yes. Did you read in the paper? I uh, on the best part of him. <laughs> over the weekend, or I guess last week, the city commission voted to uh, give him $1.2 million in back pay. Right, I did see that. 
Uh, and that's why and, I saw that article by Carl Heiss and highly of never met a criminal that they didn't like and they deserve each other. That's the article I read. Said it was a match made in purgatory, right? And that only one person showed up to contest it? Of course, because they all uh, uh, fear for their lives over there. And they're preoccupied with each other. At the too. cockfights, right. <laughs> all right, Neil, that's all I got Thanks to for say. the good news. Can I call uh, Jolly a douchebag? No. By the way, what was that movie, Eating Raul? Two open lines in date, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Maybe that's what they like doing in Hialeah is like uh, eating Raul, huh? Maybe that's why he's still be there.